Are you happy to be here? Fuck yeah, I'm happy to be here. The greatest pay-per-view ever in the history of pay-per-views happened on Saturday. And nobody could watch the fucking thing. At least in replay form. Well, uh, wow, Tony, way to steal my thunder. Tony, who had no clue what was happening, Matt and I actually experienced it. Matt was way more upset because deservedly so. But Tony just comes right in and just steals it right from under the rug. Well, let me tell you this. I did try to put it on my phone today on the uh, Bleacher Report app. Uh, I seem to have signed Matt up for um, NBA updates and AEW updates and NHL updates. I could have watched a fucking pay-per-view because I don't know why, but you're signed up for like 17 different sports teams and franchises now, so goes off for that. Uh, I think I can tell you why. The Bleacher Report website uh, is fucking so difficult to navigate. Garbaggio. Yo, I had to reach out to help for help to like people in like all sorts of different wrestling Facebook groups. I was like in the major. <laughs> I was like in the major group. I was like in like all these groups. Like guys, please tell me I'm not an idiot. I'm having a hard time figuring out how to navigate to watch this replay. And everyone was like, "It's not up yet." Like, what do you? What do you mean it's not up yet? It's it's eleven o'clock in the morning on Sunday. Like, how yeah. is this not up? It's uh, super frustrating, and uh, we'll definitely get into that. Uh, plus, we'll talk full gear. Uh, as Tony uh, claimed, it's the greatest pay-per-view that ever happened in the history of pay-per-views. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I don't know if it was the greatest pay-per-view ever. I mean, Royal Rumble 92, we still got to keep it in conversation. Always oh, in the top five. And okay. uh, with Legends of Wrestling, was that your favorite one, Tony? Legends of Wrestling is the uh, the god of wrestling uh, pay-per-views. Did we ever do a watch log for that? I want to say no. No, we haven't. I have a feeling we did a a uh, Wizards uh, recap of it, or unless okay. we did it with Phil for throwbacks. Re- the Wizards Rewind, is that what we called them? Maybe. I have a feeling like because it's been so like ingrained in our history that we've done something with it, but in terms of a watch-along, no. Although, I wouldn't be against doing a, a complete watch-along for that pay-per-view. Oh, that'd be a doozer. A doozer. <laughs> That'd be a um, hell of a uh, that would be a character on the Fraggles. <laughs> I bet, you know what, Kevin? I bet you there's people that are watching this or listening to this. They don't even know what a doozer is. All right. So for those not in the know, a doozer is a character on the greatest, one of the greatest Jim Henson vehicles of all time, Fraggle Rock. And they were little construction workers that were about the size of an iPhone 5. And, uh, and they, would, they would have doozer sticks and the Fraggles would eat the doozer sticks completely ruining the doozers hard work in construction kevin excellent uh description of a doozer do we get ten thousand twitter followers before you get a new iphone Ooh, no what are we at right now we're at uh six thousand something seven three three seven seven three three seven I, I'm putting money on the fact that we will get 10000 before Kevin gets an iPhone. All right, well, here's the thing. I am never going to get a new phone until this one no longer operates. But now, 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 if I'm gifted one for, like, Christmas or something, does that count? Well, yes, it's a new phone. Yeah. But I didn't get it. It's yours, though. All right. Then I'm going to go ahead and say that, no, I will have a new phone before 10000 Someone's getting you a new phone for Christmas. No, but I you never you, you my my family's super generous, so you can never rule anything out. 
What are you walking? That's a four or a five? This is a five S, baby. So is that still compatible? Like I know that like three G is going away because of five G. Like is oh, that no, still no. going to work? I don't, know, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, <laughs> I use Wi Fi. What's a five G? It's like the new um, broadband phone signal, some shit or other. It's like any relation to, to JTG. Relation to KJG. KJG. No, I would know him. <laughs> My family, for fuck's sake. Well, we have a full show for you. Uh, there's been a change in schedule. Vincent will not be joining us tonight. Okay. He had a uh, scheduling conflict. We worked it out. He'll be joining us on December 13th, right after Final Battle. Uh, probably Ring one of the last show that Ring of Honor does uh, in 2021. And uh, he said he'll have a little bit more to talk about then, too. So no Vincent tonight. If you tuned in to listen to uh, Vincent, we apologize. He's not joining us. But uh, it works out because we have a shitload to talk about. Frightmare still joining us at 8.30, taking a little break from his uh, his shoot job there. He's going to join us. Um, and uh, we're going to talk AEW. We're going to talk NWA. We're going to talk MLW, Impact, New Japan. Survivor Series is this week. We got fucking picks. And so much more. All next year. <clears throat> oh, shit. We're a week, a week away from our 10-year anniversary show. How do you like them apples, boys? Fuck yeah! Hey, hey Gino, go scratch. What do you hear? What do you say? In the freaking chat like a Yeah, douche. Gino got said, hey, who are you guys talking to? No one else is here. Hey, douchebag oh. doesn't know that we're also a podcast and it's audio, too. Wait, this guy doesn't know. Wait, oh, wait, yo, we're live everywhere. I don't know Buddy what yo, else. Gino's watching on the Facebook, it looks like. Gino, we're available on all. We're Facebook, Twitter. Twitch, YouTube, uh, just chat us up, get in there, have some fun. Let's start this. Uh, yeah. what is this episode 559? Love you, Fuck yeah. I gotta do the thing, I gotta find the thing. Tony, I got, make the it thing. I got Tony, it. Do it. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizardspodcast. As always, we thank you for your continued support. And now, enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. And if you want to get your money's worth, stay right here and listen to the Shining Wizards. Because everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. Yeah. What's up, fuckers? I love the big package. And he's got those smelly balls. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> fucking loser. Fuck the shiny wizards. We are one week away from 10 years of wrestling podcasting. We are your Monday Night Delight. We are the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast, available live on the rant, rantdmradio.com, 
available where you can watch us anywhere, including the face space, including the YouTubes, including the twitchy, twitchy, twitchies. And anywhere you download your podcast, because we love you just as much when you take us on the go with you. And of course, we are continuing to do the wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. Matt. KJG. Fellas, what is up? We've got one week to go before we call it 10 years. Ooh. It's getting starting to sink in a little bit, huh? A little bit. Yeah, just just a little bit. T-shirts have been moving like crazy. We're actually running out of sizes. So if you folks want to get one, make sure you get up on that shit. Yeah, man. Because once they're hey, gone, they're gone for good. PayPal at wizardspodcast at gmail.com. Please include your size and mailing address in that. That would be fantastic for us. Yeah, and unfortunately, if you're a 2XL, you either gotta lose some weight or gain some weight. Make it as tidy whitey or a uh I don't know, a large Marge. Ooh, large Marge. I like that. Tell, Tell them she sent you. Sent you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, also, please include who sent you in the message, by the way. Yeah, it's a good idea. Do that. Let us know who's sending, who's sending you our way, and we'll say hi. And all that good <laughs> shit. How you fellas doing this fine week? Fantastic. Got to watch some wrestling. Got to actually join you guys on time for a change. Yeah. Mm. Lots of things worked out. Tomorrow we had a lot of week. money on whether or not you're going to show up or not. Well, I mean, look, I've been showing up. Showing up uh, on time is the other story. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that, I mean, he it. did no sell the Hercules text on Saturday. Sorry, I was busy Saturday. Yeah, what were you doing? Little this, little that. <laughs> oh God! Thank God. There's oh no. There's I was about to say thank God. There's only one person in the video, but now there's a lot more. <laughs> Tony's the consummate uh, professional entertainer. He knows there's visual, so he has to do the hand motions. And he's Italian, so. Pantomimes. Pantomimes. Whatever. Trombolinos. Good week, week nonetheless, for you, T-Donks? Yeah, actually, pretty good. Can't complain. Going to get busy again this week, but tonight I actually caught a break. Caught a break. uh, Got the work done. The kid didn't have much to do to help out. And I'm here on time. Yay me. Let me ask you, and I don't mean to, I don't want to sound mean when I say this. Your child, he's yes. a teenager. He should not need help with his homework anymore. He should be able to do this on his own. Uh, there's, there's, there's. Da, some da, 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 da. I know you want to get him into some fancy school. You want him to be super fucking lawyer, doctor. No, 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 no. He, he shall not, and I hope not, follow in my or my wife's footsteps. That's why I said astronaut. Why he likes ass? I don't know. <laughs> All right, Tony. Let, I mean, Tony, I know you are. I know you're a smart guy, but let me ask you this: like, uh oh, like, how much could you possibly help? What is he a freshman? No, he's, he's in eighth, eighth, eighth grade. grade. Yeah, yeah. How much do you honestly remember about eighth grade homework that um, you could actually be a, a a service to this child? Well, they actually learn a lot more than what we learned at least what I learned in eighth grade, they're like doing some advanced, like even in science, like it, it's almost like they're learning like sophomore year shit. Like that's how far they've come along with what they learn in school now and in, in grammar school. Anyway, give me an example. Um, they, they are doing advanced algebra right now. Advanced like, algebra. Yeah. So they're like, a, well, he's also in the advanced math class, you oh, know, look at this guy. Wow. Cause so. you've been doing his homework for the last five years. 
well, you know, a little this, a little of that. Stop but no, like, doing his homework. I'm not doing his homework, you fucking chud. But there's shit. Like, look, you guys have had math. You know, like, if you have a really good teacher, you can understand shit. And if your teacher's not so good, you know, you might need a little extra help. All right, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault him on the algebra front because I failed algebra for the year and had to go to summer school for it. Well, there you go. So I will not. And part of it was because the accident. I don't know who who screwed up in the uh, the admissions process for West Orange High School, but they accidentally put me in honors algebra and honors biology. Whoa! And I should have not been in either one of them. There's no way I should have been in either one of them as a freshman in high school. So you I ended probably... up. Fi- so I ended up prob- failing algebra, algebra two for like the first two marking periods. Went to algebra one, still failed. Jeez. Uh, and uh, yeah, was it al- yeah. And then I had to go to summer school, but I was I got an A in summer school because it was not out. It was not the same algebra. No. So the thing was like he has to take the uh, like last week he took the high school entrance exams to try to get into the better schools. So a lot of that had to do with math. So. For the past couple of weeks when he had stuff to study, I would help him out to study. So hopefully, now that that's over with, that frees up the Mondays. All right. So you're giving him study techniques. You're not telling him how to, you know, X equals 2 minus... No, no, no. It's it's all attack. It's all like you look at a problem, you figure out what you got to do, you get the game plan going. Even if you don't understand it, I tell him, you know, you got all these tricks in your arsenal. Attack, baby. Go in there and get it. That's what we teach you. So you're like you're like the Arn Anderson of uh, of algebra. Yeah, I pull out my Glock. That's right. You fucking fall. He falls down the fucking stairs. <laughs> <laughs> he shits his draws. It's a Poor good time. Arn. Poor Arn. All right, Kev. How are you? How's your week going over there? Since <sighs> T- Tony I mean, T, the fucking math magician over here, is done now. I don't know. I mean, it, a week, they all start start to blend in together. They didn't do a damn thing this week. Oh, yeah, it's great. Other than seeing the kids every now and then doing a little uh, wrestling watching, you know, all that good stuff. That's awesome. The kids are getting big, huh? Yeah, Maddie just turned five and Abigail just turned three. So it's kind of wild. Uh, Tony, ask your kid what the math is on that. I love Matt giving Tony shit. Matt gives me shit about everything. This is just another topic. If I pull, we got to read the comments if we pull them up because not everybody's watching. Well, read Ryan, it. You pulled it up. Ryan Sullivan says, I love Matt giving Tony shit for trying to help his kid. His kid's a fucking teenager. He doesn't need help with his homework. He needs to sink or swim without daddy. All right. And if you listen to this goddamn podcast, you don't want him to give you any advice. If I show you the goddamn text messages between us and him, what? what yeah. Wait, 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 That's what text messages? Idea. Do you really want me to read the text message in the last half an hour? What? Hey, cocksuckers, are you on yet? Please. What's wrong with that? Nope, nope. Stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Please, let's stop. <laughs> stop all this. Yeah, right I, now. I, I defer to this. Kevin on this one, honestly. I'm bringing back cocksuckers. Nip this. No, let's no, no, no. In you're, algebra? You're, I thought you were bringing back Jack Wagons or Jack. I think Jack Wagons is back. Okay. And I kind of may have stole that from Crowbar. You did. You did. But Crowbar used that word to describe us. Right. Well, Matt, look at it like this, Matt. Matt, you didn't steal it from Crowbar. Crowbar just helped you with your homework. Ho, ho, ho. Excuse me. All right. You guys are both gassed. What the hell is going on over there? I drank a giant fucking energy drink, man. 
You want to know why uh, I needed a giant energy drink? I had Korean. Matt, how was your week? Tony had Korean? I had Korean for lunch, so I'm all loaded up on, like, kimchi and all that other good shit. Yes, kimchi. I ate Kamala's foot, too. Hi-oh! You know... uh, Kimchi actually made an appearance in MLW this week. Is kimchi in MLW? Yes, he is. You know, there was a serial killer, and I can't remember who it was. Kim Chi. No, but he was from Korea. He would use Kim Chi, cover bodies in Kim Chi, because it would mask the smell, and people would just think it smelled like Kim Chi. Ooh. Uh, the Raincoat Killer. It was on Netflix. Good documentary. Check it out. The Raincoat Killer. Yeah. Uh, my week was pretty good. I worked a lot. Um, I need this energy drink for uh, my early morning this morning because, uh, as we talked about in the cold open, um, well, I ordered the AEW pay per view Saturday night because I like AEW. I want to support the professional wrestling community, and I know my fifty dollars isn't going to make or break Tony Khan and AEW at the end of the day, but I like the support. Uh, the pay per view, say. Give the the boys are gonna get the login info. They're gonna watch it because I have to work Saturday night. I wake up nice and early Sunday morning, get ready for go to work. It's like six o'clock. I log in. There's no replay available yet. All right, all right. What? It's early six. It's a little early, but whatever. Kevin Kevin texts me about ten o'clock. He's looking for the replay. Can't find it either. I give him all the login information. Um. No dice. Later on the day, come to find out, Kevin Kevin can get a replay now, but he uh, he can't get it uh, on demand. They're just uh, Bleacher Report's just playing it live, and you can't start it and then rewind it to the beginning. So I'm pretty fucking annoyed at this right now because I'm very tired yesterday and I'm working all day outside in the goddamn cold. I did an event at the elementary which is ironic because I opened up my Facebook while I was there and there was a memory promoting the eight year anniversary show at the elementary brewery. Um, all I wanted to do last night was watch AW full gear. Come home, take a shower, do some yoga, settle into my easy chair, grab myself a nice cold adult beverage, pull it up on the bleacher report, click on the play button, what do I see? The fucking end of the goddamn Young Bucks, Adam Cole, Jurassic. Literally the moment they count three. I avoided goddamn fucking spoilers for 24 hours. I stayed off of social media. I stayed off of I turned off all the notifications. So now I'm like, all right, I'm just going to rewind this, right? No, you can't fucking rewind it. Now I'm fucking livid. I'm fucking pissed. So I'm like, fuck this. So now I'm talking to the Mark Warder people. They're like, you know, Anthony's giving me a fucking hard time because that's what he does because he's a fucking dickhead. So <laughs> just watch it. Watch it from where you are and then just rewatch it. And I'm like, no. No, I want to watch it from fucking start to begin, start to finish. The principle here is I wanted to watch this from start to finish because I couldn't watch it live. Now, some people would say that's your own fault because you have to work. Well, I have to pay my fucking bills, dickheads. Yeah, you got to make that 50 bucks to give it to Tony exactly. Khan. Never again will I order a fucking pay-per-view from fucking Bleacher Report either. If I had known Fight TV was going to have the replay lot available the next day, I just would have used Fight. Yep. 
So, well, Kevin says, you know, you can watch it now. I'm going to watch the Devil's Rangers. Well, that was like a 45-minute thing for me, and I was like, fuck, I'm fucking miserable now. So I watched the Ring of Honor, Honor for All instead. I got my balls busted by fucking Anthony and the Mark Order podcast. I was fucking annoyed because it's the principle. I want to be able to watch it from start to finish. So I woke up at 8 o'clock this morning. Because I have to, uh, the Mott Spock said, I hate to admit it, Matt is a thousand percent right. $50 and eight on demand is bullshit. Now, Kevin had told me yesterday, he said that apparently this was a problem. A lot of people were having issues with this. Um, and I was not on social media, so I did not see this. Um, so I woke up this morning at eight o'clock, which is why I need this giant ass fucking energy drink. <laughs> I pulled up Bleacher Report, it's available. Yeah, 48 and a half hours later, or whatever it is. I start it. It's fucking glitchy. It's choppy. It looks like it's in, like, fucking 420. I'm f- I was fucking so annoyed. Okay, so wait, when was this? This was today? Morning. What? Really? Yes. I was, I was so I, annoyed. I started watching it, like, just a couple hours ago. It seems like it's fine now. It, uh, it, it improved as the car you know by the time i got to the lucha brothers ftr match it looked like it was like high definition but for the fucking darby allen mgf match it was fucking choppy it was in like 420 it looked terrible uh my wife left for work and she was like she was like this does not look right i thought i was gonna say my wife left me (laughs) well it was matt maybe it's because your tv was high because it was in 420 yeah i guess i don't know i'm just like I was fucking tweeting like a madman. I was like, can I just get my money back? So I, I give it to fucking fight TV. Yeah. It's fucking not, terrible. It was, it was bad. And, and I waited out like you, I I didn't stay off social media, but I tried every time I went to, to bleacher report, the replay wasn't there, but the news and reports of the show were there. So I'm trying to avoid spoilers going to the place where the show is supposed to be purchased from. And I'm seeing spoilers. So like it like it's it was beyond infuriating for me. I ended up I I saw Matt I caught spoilers early for uh Hangman and Kenny. But thank God like it it this is what's great about AEW actually. Spoilers for AEW don't deter me from watching the show. Wait, wait, before we go any further, we want to just let people who haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Like, normally I wouldn't say that two days after the pay-per-view, but considering you guys have had all these issues, maybe there's still some people out there that haven't well, seen Well, I mean, it? Tony, we have picks. We got to talk about the picks. All so. right, fair enough. Good point, Kevin. Good point. Yeah, so, fuck you all. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, if you haven't watched it yet, go away. So that was the, that was the most frustrating part. Yeah. All right. All right. Tony went from, like, one extreme to the literal other. <laughs> Like, all right, just bear with us. We'll give you a warning. Otherwise, get the fuck out. We've been around for 10 years. We don't need you. Hit the bricks, cocksucker. And look, right, got- to be fair, my poor Mark Order podcast people, you guys have known me for a very long time. Yes. That's when, I am in a, when, I am, when I am in a bad, I was fucking miserable last night. I was fucking miserable. And they were, Anthony was busting my balls. Oh. Then, then, and I knew what he was doing. Right. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this New Japan battle in the Valley show. Oh, they didn't have fucking English commentary up yet. Mm. The show is in California. Yeah, I don't understand that. Live on New Japan world. 
What the Saturday fuck? Night. Wait, wait. Was the Japanese commentary from Japan where they just watched along? Or I don't did... know. I didn't even bother fucking clicking on it. I was so annoyed. Oh man, uh, Matt, you gotta I... change your you gotta change your your name right there from Millionaire Matt to Miserable Matt because yeah, you were effing bit. miserable. I was miserable last night. Finally, I said, "Well, it's a fucking hour later. It's eight o'clock now. I'm I'm gonna watch this Ring of Honor Honor for All that started at seven o'clock. Which, if I had known this was gonna be a fucking shit show to watch AEW in New Japan, I just would have started with Ring of Honor and I could have watched along live." Yeah, no, it was it was infuriating, man. Like, and and listen, to be honest with you, like, even if you wanted to watch it on demand, like today, like right now, on Bleacher Report, it's not even the top thing. You have to scroll through another like headline that might still include a spoiler that is there. Like when it was live, when we were doing the live streaming, it was at least the top thing. Now it's like, oh, here's reactions, thoughts from, you know. Here, and then you scroll down, and then it's like rewatch full gear, like like they're like doing us a favor. It was, dude, Matt. I mean, I know. You, thank you for allowing us to watch it. Of course, but it, it was the most miserable. Like, fight was great. I get home, like I get home at like midnight, right? Pretty sure the pay per view's over. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give it to twelve thirty, twelve forty five, right? Maybe, uh-huh. and then I'm, I put on fight. Boom. Right there. I watch it. I'm up till four o'clock in the morning. Boom. Done. Noted. It. This bleacher yeah, report gimmick. Fight is, is fantastic. We watch the NWA on fight. You watch Ring of Honor on fight. I watch GCW on fight. I order Impact on fight. Fight is super easy. They're designed for this. Bleacher Report oh. is a fucking sports website, right? How often do they put up the replays of the game? I have no idea. Not only that, didn't Bleacher Report combine what they used to run on Bleacher Report Live into like one thing now? Yes, so... there is no more Bleacher Report Live. That's not like a thing. That app is defunct. Is but that... it's still available on the fucking app store for whatever God knows. Yes, but when you download it, it's in like black and white. Like it's not good because I fucking downloaded it like a jerk off too. Like I'm going to see if it's on the app. Yep. Six o'clock in the morning. I had like four hours of sleep Saturday night going into Sunday. So I'm groggy as fuck. I sit down in my chair here. I'm trying not to wake my wife up, trying not to get the cats all excited. I'm like, why can't I find this fucking replay? I'm like, maybe I should uh, download the app on my phone. And I do it. And it's like, it's in black and white. And I'm like, I hit it. And then it just opens up and there's a black screen. And I'm like, I guess this doesn't exist anymore. So I just deleted that off my fucking phone. Yep. I, I thought I heard that it might be a Turner issue where Bleacher Report is like aligned with Turner in some sort of capacity. And so they have to make sure Bleacher Report gets it first. And for fight, you would need a VPN to to watch it on fight. And it costs like $10 less. Uh, this might not be America. This might. This was just a friend from the UK who lives in Florida was telling me. Yeah, I think I think Kevin's right. I think if you're outside the US, you rent the pay-per-view on fight. Right. Yeah. It was available to watch live on fight, but then they got had the fight had the fucking replay on Sunday. Yep. They, no, fight had the replay at like twelve thirty that night. Because fight knows what the fuck they're doing, that's why. So I you know what? No, did they say it wasn't available in my area? I think that's what they said. Because I think I think live it was only available in the it wasn't available here live. No, but, internationally it was available through fight. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, it wasn't available in our area because I, Matt, I, like I contemplated 
dropping the 50 to watch it when I got home. I was like, all right, I'm going to watch it now. It's on fight, I'm sure. And no, not available in your area, it said. So that may have been the next day when I was contemplating uh, buying it again. Right. It's. It was. Oh, I woke up this morning with every intention to buy it again on fight. If I went downstairs and opened my laptop and it was still a fucking live replay on Bleacher Report, I probably would have thrown my laptop out into the middle of the street, then gotten my second laptop, because I'm a millionaire, and I would have ordered it on fight. Uh, To be fair to my Mark Order people, too, uh, Kate the Great says, I'd have been pissed, too, if I'd paid 50 and was looking forward to it all weekend, and I couldn't. Ryan Sullivan also said, I would have been angry as horseshit. I would have been angry, it's horseshit. So the only real piece of shit was Anthony. Yeah, I want to circle back to that. By the way, um, so do they not get? Do they not get you yet? Like, are they still trying to like? I don't think they've. Because uh... I know when, like, I know when to leave you alone. Like, you and me have had our freaking fights, and I'm just like, I'm gonna lay out. I'm gonna get out of here because I don't want to say something and make Matt come to my house and stab me in the throat. <laughs> I would never stab you in the throat. Bro. I know. Oh, I've but seen Matt pissed off, fucking threatening to throw soundboards, laptops, speakers, fucking. He literally just said it five seconds ago that he was going to no, throw his laptop. Like, like, <laughs> like pre, you know, back in the day when it would be like Tony, uh, Tony couldn't do it, and we have to do the show at, at the apartment, Studio B, and I'd go pick up the laptop and I'd get it home, and I'm like, I can't fucking hear anything, fucking <laughs> microphones. Well, I'm gonna throw this fucking thing in the street. This poor guy's trying to do his fucking job at home. He's working from home. He's got his little kid, you know. And here I am, ready to fucking destroy my like go-to thing was uh fucking destroy. Kate loves like a heart rate monitor. Kate the great. Yep. Nice callback. You know what? My fucking heart rate monitor has been phenomenal. By the way, back mm. to in DDP yoga. I'm Jeez, proud man. of you, bro. Matt's on like a fucking eight day streak doing that shit yeah. again. I feel pretty good. She, she Although uh, instead of A, by the way, which is yeah, it should have been N H R M. N H R M. Yeah, and grammatically incorrect there, Kate. Anyway, Matt, go back to how you would want to stab people. Uh, yeah. So, uh. But I th- I don't I think I've calmed down in the last couple uh, of years. Actually, uh, oh, I'm not gonna. Lie. I still have my moments when I want to murder. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, Tony, if the if the word sounds like it starts with a vowel, is it like an? Uh, well, if you say it as N H R M, because H kind of has like that E. Well. No, it has an H sound, dipshit. You're helping your kid with his homework? H sounds like H. No, this is complicated, Matt. Uh, yeah, so say A-H-R-M or N-H-R-M, because the N flows better into N- N-H-R-M. Because H. H is like E-C-H, like H, H. Like it's, it's not like a it's, hook It starts sound. like it sounds with a vowel. Like H could be its own word. Like it could be spelled literally A-C-H. Like you don't say give me an H. You say give me an H. Right? Yeah, right. give me an H. All right, yeah, I apologize, Kate. I take it all back. Ryan Sullivan says it's the assumption of one heart rate monitor. Kate the Great says grammar police in the YouTube channel. You're a dork. That's right. <laughs> it bothers me. I'm sorry. I, I, if I would have said it to anybody, not just you, Kate. Uh, but you were right, so I stand corrected. You know what should bother you more? My picks. It's time for Pimp
give you pizza! Sorry. Had to get that out. Woo! Oh, God. You'd think um, because I do a AEW podcast, I would be better <laughs> at this. To be fair, I think I went 10-0 and 0 at the last pay-per-view, the AEW pay-per-view. I, I believe you're right. But boy, did I even myself out. <laughs> Holy shit. How far back were you before tonight? Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I know. Matter. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's with all due respect, Millionaire Matt, it's a two-man race right now. It really is. Unless, you know, a Tony's, <laughs> Tony's feeling it. I, uh, wow. Yeah, I fucking tanked. Tanked right, my let's hear, picks. Let's hear, let's hear yours, buddy. Well, I went four and six. Oh, my God. Oh, I fucking went Tank City, bro. Tank City. Uh, and if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter or Facebook or Twitch, the, the picks, all of our picks are going across the bottom right now. Um, and it's in the order of the matches. So uh, I picked, I thought Nyla Rose and Jamie Hayter would win the pre-show. I thought Darby Allen would win. I thought FTR might win. Uh, I really thought Miro would be a great first opponent for Hangman Page. Uh, the Super Click, uh, Black and Idolo, and then DMD, Punk, Inner Circle, and Page. So those were the four I got right. The last four matches. <laughs> I fucking suck. I yeah, a little bit. I suck a shit sandwich through a straw. Holy shit. Uh, Kevin went seven and three. Uh, Kevin had Sheeta, Thunder Rosa. He had MJF. He had the Lucha Brothers. He also picked Miro. Um, I thought I everyone only lost picked... two. I'm sorry. I thought I only lost two. I thought I lost Miro and uh, Super Click. No, you picked uh, Black and Idolo too. Oh, you know what? I totally forgot that match. Like when I was done finally watching, like what I watched live, I was like, oh man, I didn't watch this match. So yeah, yeah. so you picked uh, Black and Idolo too. All right. All right. I'm just gonna double check your picks. Yep, Andrade and Black. Uh, Tony went eight and two. Oh, son of a bitch. I really thought his, me and Tony tied. Son of his, a gun. His only losses were the super click and black and Idolo. Uh, so we all picked the super click and black and Idolo. So, but, uh, outside of that, boy, did I, boy, did I fucking tank city. You know what I just realized too? What's we're that? in the, we're, like, we're officially past the halfway point of November. There's not too many pay-per-views left. Yeah. I think like, Tony. Might be time for me to be like, uh, I mean, we do, we do, we have three, we have three pay per views for Japan for you know, Wrestle Kingdom. You have Survivor have Series, Survivor you have Series, Hard to Kill, you have uh, Wrestle Kingdom, you have three nights, uh, That's Final Battle. Six. All right. That might be it. Kevin's only eight games back, but Stranger Things are only eight. That's a lot of that's a lot of ground. That's a lot, dude. Not gonna let you throw in the fucking towel, Kevin. Oh, I'm not throwing in the towel, but unfortunately, it might force me to be a hypocrite. And no, you might, you might, you might have to start like fucking taking some pick for the numbers and not pick for not pick with my gut. Yep, that's what I'm worried about. Oh, Matt's been doing that for fucking six months now. Well, I mean, I, yeah. that would make me change my game, too. I fell behind, and I had the thought I could make up some ground. 
Yeah, that's that's uh, kind of what I did first year, and then you know it didn't work out for me either. So look at that one one sixty nine sixty one and one. I am a hundred and eight games above five hundred. Matt, how did we let this happen? Kevin's not even a hundred above five hundred yet, and I'm fucking pulling past, baby. I hate picks. I hate him so much. I'm good at him. Yeah, he's gonna be the fucking two time champion, but he hates him. Yeah, that's a that's what two you know time, what? two time. Irony, irony's a son of a bitch, isn't let's it? See. Let me see if I could pull. Let's see, let's see where Tony got. He got. I think he got off to a fucking unbelievable start too. He def- was... I definitely remember the Mister Perfect music playing a, a couple times for him. Oh, it's played a bunch of times for all three of us. There's been quite a few pay per views that we were all perfect on this year. I don't think I got one this year. I don't oh yeah, think. I think you did. I think you had two back to back actually. What the hell happened to me? Yeah, the first two, the Royal Rumble and NXT Takeover Vengeance Day. Kevin went uh, eleven and zero. Those first two pay per views. Son of a gun. <laughs> Son uh, of a bitch. Wow. Yeah. I love numbers. I've, Kevin, I, I love. Look, Kevin had it. Kevin was uh, four and zero, six and zero at the Rumble, five and zero at NXT, three and two at Elimination Chamber. Eight and one at AEW Revolution. Mm. Uh, seven and zero oh at Fastlane. Ooh, that's Promising. three. Right, that's then, three before uh, Mania. Yeah, five and zero oh, NXT standing. Oh, you know what? I I missed the pay per view. That's what. It was. WrestleMania. I missed the complete pay per view. Impact Rebellion six and two. Oh yeah, Tony yeah, went. Yeah. Uh, Tony went six and zero oh at WrestleMania Backlash. You guys had a great showing at Double or Nothing. Oh, you went two and five at When Our Shadows Fall. That was probably your worst outing. Well, because it's a show that I don't watch, which is terrible. I don't watch AEW. <laughs> How do you not watch AEW? I don't. Yeah, I think your uh, your no pick, Kevin, was a real kick in the dick for you. And with all with all things considered, being only eight back ain't too shabby. Well, no, because what if I got like four or five of that right? Then we'd be neck and neck. No, I went three and three at that show. You would have had to have gone better. You still would have only been within five. All right, four or five. That's still five down. That's better than eight. All right, if you want to pick nits, sure. No, if you want to do math, go help your kid. <laughs> You're asking me to do math? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Matt, yeah. 141, 89 and one. He is 75 games behind. Oh, I'm. It's man, fucking oof, oof, oof. Wow, okay, 20, 28 back. Holy shit, dude. Twenty eight. Oh yeah, I had fucking. I went two and three and and one at back for the attack. <laughs> one. <laughs> we all went. We all had the tie. That was the fucking time limit draw bullshit. Three and five at Impact Rebellion. Four and six at AEW Double or Nothing. <laughs> You guys went both one eight and two. <laughs> Just a fucking shit fucking storm. I'm fucking garbage at this. <laughs> Matt, have you Fuck. won a year? No. No. Fuck, Fuck no. no. <laughs> Tony went seven and oh at NWA seventy through three. Kevin went five and two. I went three and four. God. I really felt good when I went fuck two and four in Extreme Rules. <laughs> God, I suck. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, you guys should really be switching roles right now. Full gear, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, that surprised me, Matt. You know what? I thought I, I just my booking is different than Tony Khan's. I don't know what to tell you. God. Now you see, Justin Anderson brings up a good point. Tony could just hey, pick the same as Kevin all year and just take a knee on the season. Kevin does. Kevin gets angry when it comes down the stretch about shit like this. Well, here's the thing, Justin. I will tell you this right now. I make my picks earlier than them probably, but I don't send them. Until I'm the last one, I probably shouldn't have revealed that. By the way, but no, but we all kind of figured because you always send us a screenshot of whatever, whatever. You yeah, over are. the time. Sometimes it's not always the not always accurate because sometimes I make a change and it automatically changes the time up top. But um, but most it's times a... I try to be the last one to send them in. That's Justin from Inconclusive Breakdown. Check out his show every Sunday on the show. But it, it, it's Network. still at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because I don't base my picks on what you guys pick, and I've been adamant about that for a very long time. Um, so it's just tough. It's 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 a hard business, boys. Hard. Uh, Kate the Great wants to know, Kevin, what happened to you? You forgot to pick a whole pay per view. Yes, he yeah. forgot to pick. Uh, he forgot to pick New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Grand yeah. Slam Night Two because he that was, was at Kevin Smith's house. That was the weekend I was up in Boston, I believe. No, that was when you were playing poker at Kevin Smith's house or whatever that was. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, you're right. All right, there you go. Uh, Asian Joe, is Matt overthinking his picks? Uh, yes and no, Asian Joe. Uh, once I fell behind, I decided I had to play catch-up, so I had to make some unconventional picks that in the past may have paid off for me. Like Survivor Series last year, two years ago, two years ago, when I had that historic comeback when I was like 15 games down mm. and I got all the way back into it and then fucking shit the bed at Wrestle Kingdom. I think I had a really good showing at uh, that Survivor Series. It's so weird. They, like the shows that you watch and are so much more invested in than the two of us are the ones that you'd so, you seem not to do that great at. No, I think I over. I think I, I think I I think I overthink. I think 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 Matt sometimes gets caught up more in the emotion than the actuality of what's going to happen. Because I think, yeah, I, I, Tony, that's the that's a very salient point that you just made right there. I think I Matt like, is, I think Matt is so like entrenched in the the fiber of New Japan that like he's like like this is what like I would do. This is what I would do. This is what I would do. But it's not necessarily. Listen, I don't know dick about New Japan, so like I'm not even one to talk. But I think. Matt, so like ensconced is the word I want to say, ensconced in the velvet, if you will, that he just is so in love with it that he just wants it's like he, he wants what's best for his wife. He wants what's best for New Japan. And what he thinks is best is might not be what they think is best. I'll, I'll tell you guys something. I do have I keep meticulous records of everything. Oh, boy. Um, so last year, Tony had the best. Uh, he had the best record in uh, New Japan picks. Um, and in 2019, Kevin had the best record in New Japan picks. Uh, was, was, in 2019, was I watching more? Maybe I don't know. No. You fucking slayed AEW. You were That's 34 right. and nine in 2019. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I was 25 and 18. Tony was a game under 500 in 2019 with AEW picks. And listen, I'm not immune to this. I probably have messed up a lot of Impact shows too. Probably. I, th- I think I've had some losing records at Impact. Uh, 2019, you went 17 and 10 between oh. the four Impact pay-per-views, and last year you were 13 and 10 
That's that's not great for someone who religiously watches the product. I went fucking nine and fourteen. Jesus Christ! Maybe I should just quit the paper, the podcast. No, no, no! Don't do, don't say that. Don't <laughs> can we just stop? Quit? Can we stop doing picks for God's sake? No, no! This is great content, Tony. We got what? like forty minutes of content out of this right here, and it's great. Uh, it's so great to beat you guys again. It's not over. I have faith in Kevin. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. So start thinking of your punishment that I'm not going to do. Oh, we had the fucking goddamn appreciation night for Tony, and it was fucking all the people I hate. hate With the exception of Tombstone Jesus. All right. You know what? I'd rather do that than the punishments, if that's okay. Can we do that again? Well, we'll find out when Tony wins. Or if he wins. If Tony wins. Kevin, Kevin, maybe you will win. You can pick. I had a besmirch the name of the Almighty Bruno San Martino, thanks to Kevin. Besmirch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So let's that. talk about this pay per view. Tony, did you have any time to watch anything? The only thing I watched was because uh, Bleacher Report was actually up and running when I got home today. I watched Darby and MJF. That's as far as I got. Made a good call. It was a good match. Really good match. Very good match. My favorite match of the show. There you go. Um. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Our things over here. Two former guests of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast. That's right. There you go. Um. So that kicked off the show. Uh, Kevin and me watched the show in a whole, as a whole, as a whole, as a whole. As a whole. I don't think we need to go. Do you feel like it's necessary to go match to match? Nope. Uh, you know what? I normally I would say no, but I feel like the layout of this show is probably what made it a great show as opposed to like a good show. I think they I think the format and their match order they they hit it out of the freaking park with the match order and and did all this great stuff. So again, we don't have to go match by match, but if you just want to hit on like a bullet point for each, I'd be down if you want. Sure. Um, so obviously we all think Darby MJF was fantastic. Uh, the stuff with what Tony? It sounded like a whistle, like a yeah. It was Unless weird. It was, I was yeah. kind of burping too. <laughs> Did you just whistle burp? You fucking slob! I do a lot of crazy things when I'm on this podcast. That might be better than Wolf Yet it. I thought somebody was calling a dog with like one of those whistles. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone hear that in the chat? Did, yeah, please let us know if you heard that, please. Because that what was you like, thought it was. I thought Matt like got like kicked out of the room. <laughs> I'm, I'm still here. Shotty um, was a shroop. <laughs> live and kicking. Uh, Darby MJF, I thought was they told an excellent story. Great wrestling. I don't think MJF gets enough credit for the fact that he can wrestle. Like he's not only a piece of shit when he. Uh, gets on the mic but boy can he fucking wrestle his balls off to me this match was all about sequences there were certain there was definitely sequences in this match where if you want to call it like not chain or you want to call it catch as catch or this and that there was just sequences in this match like a continuous flow of moves that just blew my mind and listen i've known tony get the bell ready i've i've known mjf for a long time i've never seen him put the stuff that he did out there tonight together like he did last night, and Darby Allen too. And well, Dar- see Darby Allen in this kind of match that that doesn't surprise me with him. But to see MJF do it, and to see MJF MJF do like a back, uh, you know, a, back, a springboard back leapfrog off, uh, you know, off this off a middle rope, uh, doing 
uh, I don't know, was like a, almost like a destroyer, but like a sunset flip destroyer and all this good stuff was just like, it didn't surprise me, but it was really cool to see out of MJF. And it was really cool to see out of Darby Allen. And this match by far, uh, far oh. and away for me was the match of the show. It's not a destroyer. He did a code red, didn't he? Yeah. Code red. That's what it is. That was it's it, like, yeah. it's like the, the sunset flip power. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, yeah. Deal. It's, it's sort of the same, a little different movement, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't think of the name of it, but no, I no, do remember no. hearing Generico say it while uh, now it's coming back to me. Uh, yeah. Match of the sh- match of the night for me. So, uh, Tony, to answer your questions, Kate, the great says, yes, we did. And had no idea. Justin <laughs> Anderson said, thought it was a chair squeak. And Asian Joe said, thought it was an audio pop. So everybody heard whatever I was doing. <laughs> I'm going to go with whistle burp. I'm going to keep yeah, that narrative. I'll whistle go on burp. with that. Uh, it's definitely one of my top three matches of the show. I loved it. I thought it was an excellent opener. Um, and I, you know, as much as I picked Darby to win and thought him winning would have been a good story. Uh, fucking the distraction with the skateboard and fucking him pulling the ring out of his pants. The fucking That's- weird fucking dog. I'm done with the Darby Allen videos, though. Crowd was more into MJF than they were for Darby in this match. I don't know if you noticed the chance. Uh, they were pretty loud for MJF. Done yeah. with fucking Darby avant-garde. Or this fucking dumb videos. He needs to get in touch with his artistic side. Fucking he crashes. Right, so a apparently car. this apparently this one has like a real meaning to him. I don't know if you know that, Matt. I don't care. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it, I, it, you look, don't... If, if if this was like the one time thing, but we see all these fucking every feud he's in, he's do, fucking dropping out of a body bag from a helicopter. He's going on the skate ramp. He's drop kicking dudes with these weird masks with one eye cut out. He's, he's telling his story. He's telling his life story in this kind of this this atmosphere. This was about a car accident that him and his I uncle. Know. were in. Yeah, but it's okay, so you didn't know. Why did you just say that right? you knew then? That's the problem. It's the same story every time. We get it. If he wants you know? to tell a fucking story, do a comic with Michael Kingston. Stop there you go. Valuable fucking TV time with your dumb black and white videos. Well, listen, AEW's got TV time to spare. If he wants to do black and white videos to take TV time, God bless him. Not uh, into it. No, nah, it's like a little that. overkill. It's it's like how many times? We get it. You know, it's sad. I it like sucks. It. Your uncle died. You were there. We get the fa- the face paint. But the same, it's like, uh, all right, all right, let's go. But it's not the only time they did that tonight, or that night. No, they do it all the time. That's the problem with Dar with Darby Allen. Darby Allen has some weird video for every single feud he's in. Well, he's a weird cat. Yes. Yeah, he makes doo doo art. Come he on, does make doo doo art. Uh, I got just one one word of advice to MJF: get a different seamstress to make your tights next time. Boy was fucking yanking at everything in this match. Yanking at his butt cheeks, yanking at his nuts. Maybe that ring was really fucking throwing him off in there. I don't know. I don't know. Good point. He's trying to keep his the ring from falling out of his drawers. Or going up his ass. Mm. Well, if he had to go spelunking for the ring, I mean, Darby's got fucking expertise with doo-doo, doesn't he? Yeah, he's a doo-doo master. Asian Joe, isn't Darby a film school dropout? Well, we know why. His videos are shit. No. Go back Film to school high dropout. school, Darby Allen. <laughs> Go back to high school. You're an artist. Um, FTR and the Lucha Brothers was next. Lucha, uh, Lucha, Lucha. I thought it was a fantastic oh. tag match, and I really liked the finish 
because it gives the the FTR an out to be like, well, he wasn't the legal man, you know. And I liked how uh, they brought up the killer bees on commentary because they tried to do the killer bee gimmick yeah. with the masks. Uh-huh. Um, and I also got a kick out of one of the flags falling over during the entrance when all Dude, those people. I, were Matt, I'm so, I noticed that too. And the fact that they had to like stay in character, those poor extras, and not pick up a flag that <laughs> fell to the ground. Like I was like, oh my god, what are they gonna pick up that flag? What are they gonna pick up that flag? What are they gonna pick up that flag? And then the, it's so it's like the United States one, nothing happened to that one, but the Mexican flag fell right over and fell down, and they and they couldn't do it. They had to sell their character. But I did notice that as soon as they were able to, they did pick it back up and and stand it up. But that I, I noticed it too. <laughs> Um, but I like the match. I thought it was a great tag match. And again, I like the finish. They put the mask on. They pin the wrong. The, they pin the guy who's not legal, but the referee doesn't know because he put the mask on. So they can go different ways. It could be like, you know, they tried to get real smart and use the Lucha gimmick to outsmart the Lucha brothers, but they outsmarted themselves into a loss. Or this gives them a platform to get on top of and scream, "This is garbage." He was not the legal man. The referees are terrible. They cheated. They shouldn't be the AW Tag Team Champions. No, no. Uh, I, yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. I was, I, was, I was literally like reading the comments and the thing, and I was like, what did Matt just say? Uh, um, but no, uh, this match was great. It was the perfect way to follow up uh, Darby and, and MJF, I feel like. And, and it was good, man. Like, did. Uh, and what's great about especially this match and the entire show is that the crowd is just so freaking into it. Like they want to see everyone and the entrances are, are great. Um, and I, I like that they actually gave, you know, the baby faces an entrance uh, as opposed to the heels, which is another story. That's a, that's been pissing me off lately. Um, but totally loved it. I love Alex, uh, the hype man for, uh, for, for them. I think he adds a lot without adding too much. He gets me pumped to see them. He's like a hype man at like a concert or like a DJ at like a club. Like he's like, he, he's so different from Penta and Phoenix, but yet he just compliments them so well. So I love that. Uh, the match again, I mean, it's, it's the revival or it's FTR and what's with the FTR's music, by the way, where did that come from? Is that it's, like it uh, midnight express homage? Okay. That's right. So that's, that's been their music for a while now. Uh, I think it's been their music since about the time beautiful Bobby passed away. Okay. Okay. So with all due respect, and I, I, I totally get it. I'm not a fan of that. That doesn't really suit them that much. Cause they're not, the, they're the, they're the, they're the freaking Minnesota wrecking crew. They're not the midnight express. So again, picking nits, this and that, not a big deal, but yeah, fantastic. Great stuff. Lucha bros, baby retain. It was too soon for them to lose. I feel like. Uh, I, yeah, I, I thought they were going to do something where, you know, now they have both the titles and they can go back to Mexico and, and all that happy horse shit. But um, we had Brian Danielson and Miro next in the world uh, title eliminator tournament. Brian Danielson wins by uh, referee stoppage. He uh, he puts the guillotine in and uh, Miro is knocked out. So Brian Danielson is your number one contender to the AEW world title. I like the match. I thought it was fun. It's uh was two different, you know, it's a, it's a Brian Danielson Miro match. I don't think I've seen. So I was happy with it. What yeah. And think? this goes, and, and this goes towards like the flow of the show. This is the match that you needed to break up the, the, 
the intense flow that we got for the first two. And granted, this match was great, but for completely different reasons, completely different style of match, completely um, well done. And just, I, I didn't realize that he passed out though. I thought that, I thought that he, I thought that he made just verbal. I made me, maybe I missed it. I don't know. He, he literally like not was knocked out. Yeah. It was ref stoppage. So. And not super crazy about that. I would have rather it been Miro do that to Daniel Bryan. But I'm also an idiot and thought that this was a uh, a TV title eliminator tournament, not a world title eliminator tournament. So I thought I thought the end game would have been Miro versus uh, Sammy, and that's why I was kind of. Eh. But gotcha. It, it is what it is. Yeah, kind of a dope. Uh, Next up was our false count anywhere match with uh, the Jurassic Express Christian Cage against the Bucks uh, and Adam Cole. Uh, they did a couple different things. I like that uh, Jungle Boys squad dressed like they were in for a fight. And mm-hmm. I love the fact that they had three referees out there to count pinfalls. Oh, yeah, because they're, you know, they count anywhere, Matt. Yes, but, you know, usually in some in a situation like this, we've seen in the past like one referee running uh, all over the fucking place. Yeah. Trying to, yeah. But I guess. How much? I mean, how often do we see a six-man false count anywhere match? Probably True. not too Fair often. Enough. Yeah, yeah. But I, I loved it. it. This was this is honorable mention. Like we mentioned in our text, like the must three matches. I think we both agreed on were Kingston Punk, Darby, uh, uh, Darby MJF, and uh, la, 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 the main event. But this to me was honorable mention. This was right there. And it's probably just because there was a lot of cluster. There was a lot of, you know, young buck stuff. There was a lot of good things that happened in it. I, I absolutely adored this match. And uh, if we had to pick four matches, I would include this in the, in the fourth. Yeah, this was uh, to your, your point before the way they, they booked this show. Uh, having this here was great because it was kind of all over the place. Um you know, crazy action, the Bucks doing their stuff, Jungle Boy, uh, just fantastic shit. Uh, from here we go, uh, Cody Rhodes and Pop. Yeah, and, and Bob- uh, oh, sorry, Kev. No, it's all right. And we, just, we I love the, the story that they told with Jungle Boy, where at first he didn't want to give the concerto, and then he gave the concerto and, uh, and uh, really helped develop not only this storyline, but as we get further to the main event, um, it was it was great. Absolutely enjoyed the fuck out of it. Uh, we go uh, from here to Cody Rhodes and Pac against uh, Malachi Black and Andrade Idolo. They beat them. Um, you know, they teased dissension early with Cody and Pac. The crowd clearly is booing uh, Cody. Um, but I thought this was a fine match. I would have liked to see the heels get the W, but whatever. Yeah, it's still, this still, this hate for Cody still boggles my mind unless he like again like unless it's like his master plan that he wants them to boo him and eventually he'll turn heel like i i don't get the fans Oops. vitriol towards towards cody sorry. all right tony all right. i'm sorry it was a hiccup no that was that was like a dinosaur that was luchasaurus <laughs> it was a hiccup i swear this shit is so cold ah, ah. Oh, god that's fantastic I, I don't I, again this in this match again the placement probably brought people down because it followed that big shenanigans like charade. Oh my god! All right, Tony. All right, we got to talk it's about the, this. It's the cold that's hitting the back of my throat. I always get hiccups from it. The cold hitting the back of your throat. That's right, it's baby. Used to, used to something else hitting the back of his throat. A little right. throat yogurt. 
Do you have a fridge down there yet? Oh, yeah, two of them. The mini fridge is back? Oh, it's been back, dude. My kitchen's been back for like months. Oh, I don't know. What do I know? You know what? I'm with uh, I'm with Kate on this one, too. It feels like, they, you know, I picked the heel. They've got to get Andrade some wins, too. No, they man. don't. Andrade stinks. He, excuse me? He stinks. What? You're crazy, T-Donk. I am a little the only Olio. Who gives a shit? Uh, Britt retains over Ty Conte. Um, and and this brings me to like another thing that I don't like. I I love uh I love Taya's entrance. I love actually this is actually kind of a running theme. I like that the, some people are coming out with like representing their country on their flag, but it's like half U.S. half uh their their home country, and it's that's really cool. But I would really and Kate will probably have something to say about this because I I bring it up with the elite all the time. The the heels should not have these flamboyant entrances with like. A guitar play like the future Dolph Ziggler, like playing his her entrance music down to the ring. It's like Dolph Ziggler in twenty years playing. Who was that, Matt? I was the guitarist from Fozzy. He looks like Dolph Ziggler if he was seventy. <laughs> and like I, like I don't understand like what you're doing. Like, don't put like why are you giving a reason for the the, the fans to encourage your baby face, giving them more of an intro than your than your baby face so it's just that 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 bothers me it bothers me when they do it when the dark order fights the elite it bothers me all the time when they give the heat like let the heels like get booed like don't do something cool for them yeah but no one people don't boo Britt baker she's fucking over no i get it which is it's fair and it's fine i guess because it's not the first time it's ever happened it won't be the last but it just bothers me like when you go out of your way to make your heel I mean she's a champ so maybe she deserves it but when they, you make the heel like go out like go out of the way to make the heel look more important than the baby face just mm, meh, meh, meh. Uh, Asian Joe who was at full gear said the women's match was so <clears throat> dead in the arena you could have heard Matt's whistle burp over any noise in there it's <laughs> mm, a great point <laughs> uh you know what to be fair I've uh when we were at Arthur Ashe and uh Brit fought Brit fight Ruby the crowd was kind of fucking dead for that too. Ooh, well, fuck them! But uh, I thought this was a fine match. I thought the ladies did a good job. They showcased really well, and and you this, know, I don't, think, I don't this, think anyone thought that Britt wasn't going to walk out champion, right? And and this followed this followed Cody and Pac versus Black and Idolo, right? Yes. I mean, that's if that's that. All right, so these two matches back to back. We're probably that probably wasn't the best move because, like, the, out of all the matches, Matt, like, were these two ones? I mean, Britain Taya have been has been a good story. Take Conti, that's a good story. But have you been like invested in anything else? No, but I think for what they followed it up with, I think they needed to get everybody. They needed to give everybody a second to fucking recharge their batteries. Yeah, but that's not fair to them. Doing it two in a row. That's not fair. That's not fair to Britain. That's not fair to Ty Conti. But you got to hey. put him somewhere on the card, right? I probably would have opened maybe with that. I ah, see that Darby and MJF was such a good opener. All right, so he would have put them between Darby and MJF and uh, FTR and Lucha Brothers. Yes, that, that's what I'm saying. Because especially in a rule of comedy, if if someone that's super hot goes on before you. You want to follow them because the crowd will still be like incredibly engaged. So while I'm not saying Cody and Black and Pac and Idolo wasn't good or wasn't 
deserving of, uh, but you, it, it's not following something that's super, super exciting like the other matches that I mentioned. And again, I thought they did a fine job. I fucking Ty Conte hit a fucking gush style pie driver, which I thought was awesome. Um, did they he, do that because of Jerry Lynn? Maybe that's a you know what, Kevin? That's a great question. I mean, he's an agent there, so I'm sure he he fucking he, when, yeah. uh, he set that up. When I saw her do that, I was like, I wonder if they, they're doing this as an homage to to Jerry Lynn when I saw that. Uh, but a good song, a good song, good match, nonetheless. Yes, Great good song. Great. Uh, this next match was exactly, I think, what everybody thought it was going to be. It was fucking bonkers. Uh, it wasn't so much a wrestling match as it was a fight. CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. Um, I loved fucking Kingston with the fucking spinning back fist before the fucking match even starts. These guys beat the fucking dog shit out of each other. Um, CM Punk won. We all had that um, pick. But, man, what a... What a fucking war. Punk has to go to sleep on him. Uh, they're screaming, fuck you to each other. Punk teased the fucking John Cena, you can't see me. Um, the crowd was audibly booing CM Punk when he was on top of Eddie Kingston pounding on him. So I don't know if that's something for the future. Well, uh, the Punk- promo the promo they cut against each other, uh, CM Punk was pretty much being a dick at that point. So, yeah. And CM Punk called it a few months ago when he when he debuted or yeah, a month or two ago. Well, well, he's like he's like, You're eventually not gonna like me anymore. You know, whatever words he used. So Yeah. But but to be fair to Punk, that was in retaliation to what Eddie Kingston said. So he was trying to do, he was going back after Eddie after what Eddie said to him, saying nobody wants sure, to like, sure, but the difference is the AEW crowd really loves Eddie Kingston. And they've done a great job with that and if he's he's a sympathetic baby face as a bad guy yep is eddie kingston the rocky balboa of a aew no because rocky actually won a few fights yeah but like look before rock look you got if you go back through the the history he lost a lot before he started winning those big fights oh for sure for sure well you think there's going to be a big turnaround for eddie kingston that all of a sudden he's going to Go on this hot streak. We got world champions. Oh, no, I just on. don't take away the winning part. I think every people will always cheer Eddie Kingston until unless he like kicks like negative one in the fucking face. Like he is mm. AEW's Rocky Balboa. He's the underdog. They, he's gotten out there. He's told his story. That article in the Players Tribune is amazing. Yeah, that doesn't really I'd do say any he... favors as the heel. And I know, I know, he was the impetus for the Rocky Balboa character. I would think he's more like you know the modern day Chuck Wepner, the guy that just never went away, never quit, never went down, never won much, but always wound up just staying in the fight forever. Hmm. Very salient point, Tony. You know, thank. I like that you're using salient when you're talking to me tonight. I'm impressed. I stole it from the uh, show. <laughs> Look at Mott Spock. Rocky was 66 and 44 before Apollo Creed. I don't know if that's true. Can we get a verification on that? Seriously? You know what that means, Tony? He's a fucking loser. Uh, oh, boy. Moss Fox says, I didn't Google that. One of those useless facts I just know. All right, Moot. Moot's ah, Rocky retired a pro with a record of 57 wins, 51 by KO, 23 losses, and one draw. 
That's according to denofgeek.com. All right. All right. Well, he's still he's still a fucking loser, okay? Oh, that's also according to Wikipedia, by the way. So see they're here. The match was phenomenal. Definitely go out. If you if you can't watch the whole pay-per-view, watch Darby MJF, watch the six man, watch this. And the main. Yes, and the main. Well, we haven't got to the main yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better get it, buddy. Let's go to the main. Fucking Baron Von Ratchke's at ringside for this next match. 95-year-old Baron Von Rushko. <laughs> uh, Jer- uh, hey, hey, do you have an itch? No, it's a Baron Von Rashke. Uh, fucking boo. I hated this match. I hated this fuck. I hate this whole story. Loved it. I hate everything about this feud. I couldn't wait for this fucking thing to be over. It's advertised as a street fight, but we start as a fucking regular 10-man match. Yeah, that threw me off. I didn't like that. I Look. If you've listened to the Mark Order podcast, we've been on. I think we're all in the same boat. We just want this fucking thing to end. This whole fucking feud with the fucking inner circle. Um, Jericho and company win. Jericho beats fucking Lambert. He hits a fucking five star frog splash. Everybody was giving tributes to Eddie Guerrero. Santana and Ortiz look fucking awesome. Um, Sammy went off the fucking ladder. He put Scorpio through the table. The MMA guys didn't look terrible. But again, for me, I just couldn't wait for this to be over. I fucking hated this shit. Can I can I just say one thing? What happened with Scorpio Sky? The dude was on a fucking collision course with everybody, mowing people down as a single star. Then he gets tied up with Ethan Page, and this is what he does now. It's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it's not what we had had hoped for him, but I I totally don't hate the the tag team of him and Ethan at all. Uh, they haven't really done much though, right? No, hope, hopefully we get something. Hopefully this is fucking done. No, well, yep. all right. So, all right. So Matt, I mean Tony, they did they did have a match with Sting and Darby. So that's that's top lost. guy shit. That's top guy shit. So and where are they now? Top Listen, team shit. No, say what you top team shit. Goddamn right. Yo, say what you want, but I, I love Dan Lambert. Absolutely love Dan Lambert. I'm sure he's a hell of a guy. Probably crosses his T's, dots his eyes, uses his turn signals. No, I'm saying as a character, as an on-screen character, I absolutely love Dan Lambert. Look, if they want to bring back Dan Lambert with the men of the year and go after the Lucha Brothers, I'm good with that. I'm done with the MMA guys, though. I'm done with the fucking the inner circle against the elite versus the pinnacle versus America. Let these let Sammy be the fucking TNT champion. Let Santana and Ortiz go off and do their own thing. Let fucking Jake Hager have fucking muscle tit matches against Wardlow. Muscle tit matches. Because then they look, they they went their separate way after the last pay per view, and then they had like this big reunion, like they were like the inner circle reunion, but they never really broke up. Yeah, I'm kind of tired of inner circle, dude. I'm I'm tired I don't of know. Them. I I. I Maybe I'm in the minority. I I I totally dig them together as a unit. I, I wish they would do it like the New Japan style, where they're a unit, but they don't always have to be. It doesn't always have to be the whole inner circle against a whole other team of five. Right. They can well, come back, but it seems they're. I feel like they're constantly. You know, they let Sammy go out and do the Miro thing, and then he was the TNT champion, and then instantly it was Sammy's going to run back and be with the inner circle now. Well, maybe was the maybe the idea was to bring in the top team guys and be like, all right, who, what can we do with them? And the uh, the inner circle just made sense t- 
to, to put them together with each other. And we had the reunion. They were doing their things. They were all doing their separate things. And now this idea came about and you're getting, I mean, I don't know Dick about UFC, so I don't know who these guys are, but apparently they're big deals. I don't know, UFC champions. So maybe it just made sense to pair them with the inner circle. Now, maybe now that this is done, which I think we can all agree, it's probably done. Maybe now we'll see that. I hope so. I, I really do hope so. Um, after this match, we get some some super exciting news here. Uh, and Tony, I don't know if you're aware of this. Do you know who's going to be on Dynamite Wednesday night? Uh, Inner Circle. That's right. Big Tom Ishii. Oh, for real? Him and Orange Cassidy are taking on the Oh, fuck you. <laughs> hey, I fuck didn't book you. it, brother. Why? Everybody, They're... everybody. Oh, oh. Right. Now, look, oh. if you listen to, if you listen to the Wednesday night show, I'm also kind of with Tony because uh, they made fucking Orange Cassidy part of chaos, uh, I which I am fucking paired him up with Rocky Romero, for God's sakes. I am 100% against. Fuck this shit. Fuck uh, this shit. But so to- the new... maybe they'll call him Team uh, Team Cassidyshi. Oh, fuck, dude. It's the, so new, uh, the new never open weight champion will be on Dynamite Wednesday night. Yeah, fuck Jay White. <laughs> uh, fuck you. We'll talk about that in a little bit, I guess. Uh, so Big Tom and Orange Cassidy take on the Butcher and the Blade. The Acclaim take on Leo Rush and Dante Martin. Hikaru Shuda is taking on Nyla Rose. Hikaru Shuda? Yeah, she Does might know be about better. The other? Does he know about the other? Uh, I don't know. Do you know what who Tony Schiavone brings out next? The newest AEW signee? Yeah, of course I know. Who? It's fucking Jay Lethal. Ah, he does. All right, Jay Lethal Fuck comes yeah. out. He is all elite now, uh, which I think was a no-brainer uh, if you're Tony Khan. Um, and he is going to challenge Sammy Guevara Wednesday night for the TNT Championship. Now, let me ask you this. Okay. We've heard Ring of Honor is supposed to be restructuring, rescheduling, doing all this other stuff. They're hoping to come back in April around WrestleMania time. We've seen OK, uh, OGK in NWA. Now we've seen Jay Lethal, who's officially signed with AEW and done with Ring of Honor. That's not a good sign when your franchise players already jumped ship. Uh, see, now, I see, I understand your thinking there. And I'm going to put aside the I'm forever optimistic about a Ring of Honor returning in April. There is literally nothing more for Jay Lethal to do in Ring of Honor. I get it, but he was like, he was like the fucking Briscoes dude, like a lifer. Yeah, but Matt, there, there's been nothing left for Jay Lethal to do in Ring of Honor for a very long time. And well, he's still I think good the point, Kev. Salient point, Kevin. The restart and the stuff with him in the foundation to give Gresham the rub. I didn't I know think... Jordan Grace was married to uh, to Gresham. Dude, we've talked about this a million times. Maybe we have. Maybe we I have give because they got married in a hotel by Nikita Koloff. In a hotel I, room. I married Jonathan Gresham and Jordan Grace. Where's Dusty Rhodes? Where has anybody seen Dusty Rhodes? <laughs> Where are the Road Warriors? Bring them to me. Uncle Ivan was the best man. Where is Smash from Demolition? He was a Russian. <laughs> Where is he? Where is Barry Darsovich? They were in a hurry to get, get Barry Darsovich. So they came to Russian. Look, I get That's it, right. though. He, he has Russian, Russian papers are quick. 
<laughs> we, we rig marriages. If you want to adopt Russian baby, I help you too. That's right. Brandy Rhodes just had kid. I give you hers. <laughs> I understand that he's done everything there is to do in Ring of Honor, and it's been like that for the past year or two for him. But, you know, up until this point, I'm assuming before the news came down, they had plans for him. Uh, and if you watch the latest ep- episode of Ring of Honor TV, uh, it looked like they were something was happening uh, and it would have involved tonight's guest, Vincent. Um, but obviously, you know, things have changed and nobody knows the future for Ring of Honor. So, you know, you can't fucking blame the guy for going elsewhere. No. Yeah. I, and it's I, a fucking it's, great signing. And it's 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 probably like the biggest signing that wasn't from like WWE. It wasn't from somewhere else. Like Jay Lethal carved his name in Ring of Honor and still got a reaction. I'm not going to say in the same. There's no way it was on the same level of the, as the other two or three that have showed up, but it was still pretty darn good. And it still made an impact. Like I was caught off. I was surprised and shocked when I saw it and was like, oh, like I think I was watching it up, uh, upstairs. And I was just like literally out loud. Whoa, because it was one that I never expected. CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, we kind of saw it coming. Adam Cole probably popped me. But this one was just like, whoa, did not see this coming at all. I think he was at the, I think he was part of the first all in too. Right. But that was because it was Ring of Honor combined, yeah. right? Yep. That was a Ring of Honor production kind of thing. It yeah, was they they used the Ring of Honor production crew, and that was about it. Yeah. Then they got screwed out of it. Uh, didn't he do the thing? He was dressed as a macho man, and uh, Poffo was in his corner. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Macho Poffo man. Oh, right. yeah, I'm the Poffo man. Use my yeah, real name in my game. He was the Ring of Honor world champion. He wrestled uh, Flip. Oh, yeah. That Flip guy. Yeah. Oh, Wasn't that the oh, show where Jabelli wrestled Nakazawa? The video game guy? No, that was at like, uh, that was like an AW Fighter Fest or Fight for the Fallen or something like that. That's mm. right. That's right. Yeah, we fight for the fallen, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. dig it. The cream rises to the top. Yeah, the carrot top. Yeah, redheads. Uh-huh, dig it. Yes, Kate is correct. Today is the macho's birthday. Ah, well, why didn't you wish me a happy birthday, Kate? That's kind of rude. Kind of, kind of, kind of rude. Just say happy birthday to the macho man. That's all. Mach- macho man would have been 69 today. Oh, wow. that's right. Yeah, why? why? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, licking the parts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tony, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Getting a little inappropriate right now. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. not going not gonna to let that one slide. Uh-huh. Yeah, macho man. Oh, yeah. Good. Lick it. Oh, God. I'm the cream in your coffee, uh-huh. All right. Uh, macho cream. man is a little PG now. A little more PG. Yeah. Cream in the crevice. Ooh, I'm yeah. cream in the back of Tony's throat. Dig it. Mm, yeah. Macho man likes to do cartography. I'll put a map of Hawaii on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's where I'll go see my good friend Kona Crush. Yeah. Kona Crush from Hawaii. Uh-huh. 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 Crush it. Yeah, dig it. Uh-huh. Will we get in trouble if we played some music from the Macho Man's rap album? Uh, yes, probably. probably. Mm, yeah, that's right. Probably. Be a man. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Be uh-huh. a man. Look it up. Uh, main event time. Uh, Adam Cole, Kenny Omega. This has been building for uh, almost two years. You mean Adam Page? 
Uh, Adam Page. I'm sorry, I said Adam Cole. My apologies. Maybe. I only had one alcoholic beverage so far. So, uh huh, uh huh. Uh -huh. Um, I think everybody. I think we were all in the same boat for this. We all had Adam Page to win. I think the match lived up to expectations. Um, I think the stuff at the end with the Young Bucks is fucking fantastic storytelling. Yep. Uh, and leaves a lot of. Possibilities are endless, and they did something that I'm so happy they didn't do. They didn't let Adam Page kick out of the One Wing Angel. Adam Page. I thought I said Adam Cole again. <laughs> did Kenny do the One Wing Angel? He went for it, and Page uh, reversed and hit the One Wing Angel on him. But all that, a lot of people leading up to this was like, I would love Adam Page to be the one person to kick out of the One Wing Angel. And there's only been one person to do that my That's fuck boy macho man and i think the, the story's still there i think the story's still there for kenny and kota abushi you know what else i saw which is fucking crazy right and and i'm i don't i'm not gonna go off on a tangent but this is a completely different conversation everyone knows like who's the best wrestler in the world this that and the other thing there's a video out there kenny omega's been wrestling for the last three years with vertigo Mm. That's fucking insane. Yeah, but he does. I mean, he's not vertig vertigoed twenty four seven, is he? No, but he said during matches he gets fucking dizzy and lightheaded, and vertigo's nothing to fuck around with. No, I've had a few friends that have had vertigo. It's not the I, my fucking boss has vertigo, bro. And if he fucking gets like a bad spell, it's a wrap, and it takes yeah. a lot to fucking put him on his ass. Yes, well, Kate, there's a video. There's a video on YouTube or on the interwebs. He's wearing a yellow shirt and he's talking to somebody, uh, explaining that he has had vertigo for the last three years. Dude, that vertigo has kept athlete like look at Clint Frazier from the Yankees. It's kept him out of out of baseball for a while because he has vertigo. It's it's it's. I don't want it. I think Bono had vertigo. It's fucking. It. Isn't that a song they do? Bonigo. Oh, is that what it is? It's uh, vertigo. I, uh, I fucking hate the band. Hello, no, hello. So do I. I. I literally thought he had vertigo. Hola. Hey, oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. go. But uh, yeah, fucking uh, awesome fucking match. Awesome match. Not a ton of uh, non. You know, there wasn't a lot of interference. There was the yeah. belt spot. Don Callis got his. The young bucks didn't get involved. Uh, dark I thought order. It was beautiful. Tori. Yeah. Dark order stayed out until after the match where they came down to celebrate, and. uh I thought it was the fucking great way to end a show. Everyone goes home happy. He gets his moment, and uh, we're off and running into the next dynamite. So let me ask you this, guys, because I, I was talking to a oh my jeez oh my oh, oh man not too good Burpee McGee over here huh? Um, so I was uh I was talking to a friend who was at the show, and we were kind of like conversing. Do you guys think that Adam uh, Page is long for this belt? Not with the star power they have now. Because now we have, we're going to have Paige and Daniel Bryan. I don't, uh, uh, Brian Danielson. I don't see Brian Danielson as the guy to take it off of him. And I feel like this will be a dynamite match and not a pay per view match. So, but now you've also got Dan, uh, Brian Danielson who's like going into this undefeated. That's no, that's exactly who I just said. No, he's that he's undefeated. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you said him. I'm saying he's undefeated. So that's a weird fucking story to bring in like all of a sudden. Well, I think they're going to they've already set up Brian Danielson against Evil Uno on Dynamite. So maybe they're gonna make Brian Danielson run 
uh, run uh, run through the Dark Order. Oh, great! Just I what I want like to that. see: Danielson versus Ten. I don't like that at all. Which could get you to Battle of the Belts, which is not a pay per view. It'll be the first uh, big TBS thing, and you can do that there. And then with the, I, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're going to see some of those huge stars be in the title. Like CM Punk doesn't need a fucking title. Uh, no, Brian but Daniel Jones- Bryan being your world champion would be fucking awesome. Sure, but I think Adam Cole being your world champion will be better. Because uh, uh. I think Brian Danielson is going to do what he's going to do, but as soon as the world opens up, he's definitely going to Japan. And you don't. Yeah, but that, yeah, that, that's outside my realm of, of yeah, knowledge. But- People hear AEW champion Brian Danielson. Oh, that's the guy that used to be in WWE. Yeah, but you hear AEW world champion Adam Cole. You're going to be like, that guy was a fucking superstar in NXT. All right. How many people are going to say he was a superstar in NXT? Let's be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Tony on that Come on, aspect. Dude. But, but Look, I get your I want point, me some Adam Cole. No, no. I, Matt, Matt, Matt I, I think the story would be better. I think Adam Cole would be a better champion uh, at this point than uh, – then maybe uh, Brian Danielson. I think that's a hundred percent fair, especially if because now Bobby Fish is kind of in the mix, like uh, the Kyle, kind of thing. Kyle's Kyle, look. There's a lot of things that are going to happen in the next couple months too. But if the Bucks literally just like gave, uh, if the Bucks gave Adam Page the okay to like, we're not going to do anything about this. Now where does that leave Omega and the Bucks? And then if if uh, Fish and Adam Cole, if if Adam Cole breaks away, and if maybe it's Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Kenny Omega versus Adam Cole and the Bucks, no, that wouldn't make sense. Rumor rumor has it that Kenny was hurt going into this, and they were really looking for. There was it got to a point where they were looking for a way to have Adam Page win the title, but not from Kenny, because I guess that's how bad his shoulder injury was. So I don't think you're going to see Kenny Omega for some time. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so either, to be honest with you. And I had no idea about this injury. It just felt like a moment where, like last night, or, or Saturday night, felt like a moment where Kenny Omega is going to take some time off. I now, heard oh, sorry, I Tony. heard uh, Roddy Strong re-signed with WWE. Any, any, you, any of you guys hear that? I don't have any of that in my notes. Okay, because no. I had heard that, and I heard Kyle O'Reilly's still with WWE? till the end yes, of the year, his, I think. His contract is up at the end of the year. So he's probably going to wind up 23 skidooing. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it doesn't even matter, because NXT is not even NXT anymore, so why would he stay? Right. And, and so would you guys buy this? Would you buy... How much? Page and the Bucks against Adam Cole and Red Dragon. All right, that's incredible. And yes. Yeah, oh, they're going to put Page with the Bucks? Well, I that mean, kind of planted the seeds on Saturday. And I will never turn down a, a Red Dragon reunion. Yeah, it's true. Because I think as great as Kyle O'Reilly is, and me and Kevin were there at that Ring of Honor show where he beat Adam Cole. Right. For the world title, I think he is a tag team specialist, and him and Bobby Fish are one of the best tag teams ever. Yeah. Yep. How old is Bobby Fish now, though, by the way? Bobby Fish, is, he's, I think he's up. He's probably like 40, 41. He's an older fella. He's been around for a bit of time. He'll still have an, enough of a great run. I, listen, I know people are going to be like, why are you just rehashing 
other stuff that WWE did. I'm like, I don't care. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, I, I think of them as an entity. Bobby Fish by himself to me, for some reason, is not Bobby Fish without Kyle O'Reilly. And while Kyle O'Reilly did have a good run in NXT, a great run, and I think that he might have, he might be, I don't want to say this without sounding disrespectful, but at the end of the day, I want them together. Like that, it's like the Dudley Boys. Bobby like, Fish right. just turned forty-five. Like I want the Dudley Boys together. I want the heart. Like the money is in the Hardy Boys being together. Like Jeff Hardy right. could be a great star on his own, but the money is them being together. Right. Um. So that I, I would love to see that. I would love to see Adam. I would. You know what? Oh, God, because I never. I didn't want to see the undisputed era end as long as it lasted, even though it lasted a long time. I didn't want to see that go. And uh, yeah, and Kevin Owens is on his way out too because I think he's done with the WWE when his contract is over. Double Kane, your next world champion. Maybe he's going to go to John Gresham's new promotion. Oh, what ter- Terminus? Terminus. I don't. Th- uh, with all due respect to Kevin Owens, I don't think he fits into that mold. Yeah, well, he doesn't fit into a lot of molds. Let's be honest. Nah, man, fucking Mount Rushmore, him and fucking Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. Come on, give it to me. Ah, give in. it to me, baby. Beautiful. A-E-Dub. Listen, I'm telling you right now. Was, look, outside of all the bullshit where I couldn't fucking watch it, the pay-per-view itself was awesome. I would it's, hope so. We were talking about it for an hour. Well, Just it deserved an hour. Yeah, well, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, yeah. sh- the show was five hours. The least we could do is spend one hour on it. It's actually more like four Oh, hours. and Baron Von Raschke got involved, too. He put the claw on fucking somebody. That's and- all the people need to know. And also, I I wonder if one of the uh, FTR guys is hurt because after the the tag match, it was only Tully and uh, Cash. That I'm not know. the only uh, injury reports I saw Kingston. before the show. Kingston had a shoulder issue, but Kingston said he's fine; he's not missing any yeah. time. And uh, they said Malachi Black hurt himself, but nothing has come out as to what that injury was. No, it's probably just leading to a match between one of the two, and it's probably Cody and Dash on. Uh, Dynamite or Rampage or something like that, probably. Yeah, Cody deleted his Twitter apparently today. Oh, that's a heel he, move, baby. He He's begging for it. He's begging for it. <laughs> Whoa! Fuck you, Cody Rhodes. Mirrors. Wow! There goes Cody Rhodes. Um, Frightmare should be joining us in about thirteen minutes. Is there anything you guys want? Want to take a break? Do we want to talk about something else before he joins us? So do you want to go for another five, then break, or then? Uh, I think we'd rather break before we get the call. Then, but do we want I'd to rather get... break okay, now? That's fine. That's fine. Be- yeah, because because at least then we'll have a little bit of a cushion in case he comes in early. If we're in the middle of a break and he comes in, it's going to be a little weird. Yeah, I'm going to talk more about the burp whistle. <laughs> burp, yeah. Break it down. I, I guess I'm back on the tech side since I actually showed up on time tonight. Yeah. Why? Okay, all right, because I'm going to lead into it. We got MLW to talk about. We got NWA to talk about by any means necessary part two aired this past week. So we got tons more to cover. We got Frightmare coming up in just a little bit. But Kev, as we always like to say, and we've been saying it for 10 years about this time. Back after this. We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. 
But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week, we bring you a fistful of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your hosts of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Journey is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. (laughs) 
What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network, where three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd, unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, eh? Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Mark Order Pod and on Facebook.com slash Mark Order Pod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag join the Mark Order because if you don't find us, we will find you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... We share the room. Share the room. We right. share the room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go maybe. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The... Roadcast. Road yeah, that was planned. Yeah, no, yeah. Well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW. And if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at the broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. I turn my mic on. Yeah, do you? Yeah, we're back. Uh, and we're going to take the time to thank those that support us over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash wizards podcast if you enjoy what you're listening to you want to support the shining wizard wrestling pad podcast um Durr. <laughs> you should jump over to our patreon uh and for as little as a dollar a month that's right one dollar a month you can support the shining wizards wrestling podcast and at this time we're gonna thank those that support us over at our patreon we're gonna start with the queen of the shining wizards miss kathy hummer the King, Mr. Manny Carrazzo, uh, the AOP of the SWP, Danny and Anthony Rusinello, uh, Daily Smark, who is a new member of the Patreon, uh, Asian Joe, also new to the Patreon, uh, Matthew Jarvis, another new Patreon. Welcome to the to the party, boys. Uh, nice to have you. Uh, did I say Sean Toe? Uh, you didn't get to the Sean's yet, but yes, but the Daily Smart is available at www.dailysmart.com. Check them out. They got podcasts, all kinds of news and notes and whatnot. Great place to go to get your wrestling information. Continue, sir. Uh, Sean Toe and Sean Calejo. Uh, Ryan Schlong. Uh, Brett Simonello. Sorry, what do you hear? Oh, Jesus. What do you hear? What do you say? 
Uh, Kate the Great Hales are over at OnDeckIC.com. She's also part of the Fightful crew. She does the Tuesday night show with uh, Sour Apples. Uh, she does the Wednesday night show with the Mark Order podcast. She does the Friday night show with Fight Club. Uh, she's doing all sorts of podcasts, so follow uh, Kate the Great. Uh, Matt Garifo, no relationship to the KJG. Hmm. Uh, Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorf, uh, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Uh, Kenny Hawsey, the Scotch Drinksmore. Uh, Jake Cop, the Big Cop of Pump. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, uh, Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch, Bergman, the LeBron James of Mattel Elite Figure Collecting, uh, Kerry Cowling, Brandon Haney, and his friend Antonio Horseman makes experimental music at harvestmanrecords.bandcamp.com. Mr. William Mercier Jr. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, buddies, uh-huh. Yeah, William Mercer Jr. I heard a little bit about this guy. Yeah, I heard lives are gonna be in William Mercer's hands. You know what I mean, dig it? Oh, I know what you mean, Kevin. I know what you mean. So as little as a dollar a month, you can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we just put up a watch-along. Uh, I watched Masawa Kawada from uh 94 what <laughs> when you say it so fast like that it just sounds like one word it might as well be uh one word that's right uh and... they are forever tied together so masawa kawada from june 1994 and coming soon this week we've got our next profile right we do. We do. On uh, one Hercules Hernandez, me and Kevin recorded that Saturday. So uh, if you're a Hercules fan, it's definitely worth checking out. And you can get all this and more for $3 a month over at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. Don't forget, next we Monday didn't... night, Shining Wizards 10-year anniversary spectacular. Scion from the NWA joins us at 7 o'clock. And Charlie Haas, who's uh, on the Insta, the Instanets, uh, calling out one Chris Jericho. About like the physique or something like that, right? Something he wants a body. match. Oh, he wants a match. I thought it was talking about he wants a match. He wants a match. No, no, it's me who calls out Chris Jericho for being a little pudgy. You're, it's unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. Tony mentioned it before. If you want to get uh, one of our 10-year anniversary shows, uh, Kevin did too. Yeah, uh, one of our shows. Uh, shirts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Guys, we're going to have six 10-year anniversary shows available for you. Uh, if you want to grab a T-shirt, uh, wizardspodcast at gmail.com. PayPal us. Uh, oh. 20 bucks gets you a T-shirt, a pen, and a bottle opener. The WrestleMania 10 inspired 10-year anniversary. Uh, Shining Wizards T-shirts. 2XL are gone, but uh, we have all the other oh. sizes. And once they are gone, they are gone for good. You cannot get them again. They won't be on Pro Wrestling Tees. Forever. Uh, gone forever. And if you do want to grab a shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees, the big Black Friday sale is this coming week. Uh, they just announced it today. Look at that Shining Wizards t-shirt. It's beautiful. Uh, you can save at minimum. It starts at 20%, and you can save up to 50% on select items. So if you want to grab a Shining Wizards t-shirt, uh, do so at ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Shining Wizards uh, and grab one of our many designs that are up there. And hopefully 2022 sees some new Shining Wizards designs up on ProWrestlingTees.com. You grab a shirt and ladies will be grabbing you. Let's put it that way. That's not true. Kevin Kevin knows. I have them all. You never got the <laughs> graps from the, from the shirts? 
Kev, you've never gotten any pussy from wearing a shiny wizard. Jesus shirt. Christ, with the language, the mouth on you. I can't. I have to. I can't just. I gotta spell it out for you. This isn't like a new thing either. It's not like I know. Just it just still. It, it just still. The the neurons go. Yeah, but come on, come on. You you've gotten some poon off of a shiny wizard shirt. I know you have. Yeah, I probably have. But yeah, there you go. If KJG gets some poonana from a shiny wizard shirt, what could happen to you? Just buy one and find oh. out. Yeah, it's, 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 this is uncomfortable. All right, well, let's make it a little less. It might get less uncomfortable. It might get more uncomfortable as uh, Frightmare has joined us. Mr. Frightmare, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Can you hear us okay? I can hear you a little bit. It's kind of going in there a little bit. All right. You hear well, me? Do I... Yeah, we can hear you great. You look like a million bucks. Oh, thanks, man. So do you guys. Uh, thanks. <laughs> you guys look a lot better. I know you're lying. <laughs> I definitely don't look like a million bucks. Oh, you know, you can use that old hack joke where it's like, I look like a million bucks, uh, green and wrinkled. No, you're not green and wrinkled. From what I can see and I could barely see, you look good. Oh, you guys. Look, look, look at Frightmare right, with the compliments. Frightmare with the rub. Fright, Frightmare joining us tonight. If you're not familiar with Frightmare, uh, he's a staple of Shikara, a staple of professional wrestling in the Northeast here. Uh, most recently, you've seen him in GCW, Ring of Honor. And uh, I know he doesn't have a super long amount of time tonight, but I wanted to uh, have him on the show just to talk about his illustrious wrestling career and what he has coming up. He's actually wrestling right here in New Jersey uh, on November 21st. He'll be down at uh, Bloodstorm Pro where he's going to be taking on Smiley. Uh, and I was super excited to see that you actually were at uh, Ring of Honor uh, and yourself and your crew of uh, crew of incoherent, delirious, and hollow wicked challenged Shane Taylor promotions for the uh, six-man tag titles at Glory by Honor uh, just in August. How was that experience for you? Because in my copious amounts of research, I think this was the first time you've ever worked for Ring of Honor. Yes, uh, it was, and it was a fantastic experience. Uh, it was something that was always on the list to do. It was actually supposed to happen back in 2012, actually. Um, but I tore my ACL, unfortunately, and I uh, couldn't do it. And I thought, I was like, you know, damn, man, like, I missed the opportunity. But luckily, you know, it came back around, and we made – made a hell of a run at it and it was very awesome very awesome people over there and they treated us treated us like family over there <clears throat> and and you've had a super successful career uh especially in shikara you were the young lions cup champion uh young lions cup seven don't mind i can never speak the english language so don't mm -hmm. bother uh I, as the stumble I started learning english by hollow wicked so it's it's still new to me too so at least you have like uh you know, you're, you're from Sleepy Hollow. You're, the English is not your language. I'll be 40 next week, and I still can't speak the fucking language. So <laughs> I apologize for my no word. Uh, also, 2012 King of Trios with Hollow Wicked, Ultramantis Black. When you got into professional wrestling, um, did you think you'd be such a beloved character? I mean, just just hearing Frightmare. Uh, the character, man. People go nuts. People love you. They love Incoherent. They love the team with Hollow Wicked and Ultramantis Black. When you got into wrestling school, did you ever think you'd achieve this type of fame? Uh, when I started, I mean, and it's all thanks to uh, you guys broke up a little bit, but I, I, I get what you uh, were talking about. But um, going in with someone like Hollow Wicked and Delirious was like a dream come true. 
when I started. I started at the Chikara Wrestle Factory in uh, 2005, going into 2006. And uh, I was 15 years old, you know, starting. And then I debuted pro when I was 18. So having those guys along my side, I couldn't ask for a better a better trio. And same thing with Ultramantis Black. Phenomenal. Um, I, I, got, I got very lucky when it came down to that because walking in with those guys made my career a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, and it's definitely paid off. You've wrestled it. I mean, I don't think there's a place on the East Coast and beyond that you haven't wrestled. GCW, uh, uh, wrestling is fun. Uh, what do we got here? You're you're all over the place, man. As you've progressed through your career, are you in a position now where you can be a little more? You, you can pick and choose your spots, or are you still going a hundred miles an hour and you're looking to go wherever? Especially after the last year with this freaking pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic obviously sucked for many of reasons, um, you know, but uh, so that took a took a little damper on some things. But now everything is back full swing um, with people getting vaccinated, all that all that good stuff. Um, so now there's a lot more opportunities. I definitely pick and choose where I want to go. You know, uh, Frightmare is the next week will be my 13th anniversary pro. So I'm I'm getting up there, man. I'm getting older and older by the minute. So uh, I pick and choose, but I love wrestling more than anything. So anytime I get to do it, I, I absolutely love it. And it's an honor and it's a blessing to do that every single day. And as long as I'm still kicking and I can scare the shit out of kids, I'm going to do it. What has been in uh in your you know your long career? What, what what was like the most oh shit moment like you ever had? Like what was like the like the craziest thing that you've ever done that you were just like, oh man, like this is like this is the coolest thing I've ever done. Um, I can name a few. Uh, definitely first and foremost with Claudio Castagnoli when I did a, a ceiling Rana spot. Uh, that was back in Union, New Jersey, back in, I want to say like 2010. Uh, he, you know, the plan was he was going to throw me up there to the ceiling, and there was these two little bars that I was going to try to catch. And seeing out of this, it's hard to see. So when I actually hit that and let that fans go nuts, that was a huge moment. Uh, and Claudio's the shit, you know, the best base, best wrestler out there. Um, wrestling uh, X Pac. And him asking me if he could do the X Factor off the top ropes was pretty surreal. I said, absolutely. Why not? <laughs> and uh, being in the ring with Johnny Saint, my the I was second uh, second month into being pro. And being able to be in the ring with Johnny Saint was pretty surreal. But there's plenty, man. There's plenty to choose from. I got very lucky with the situations I was put into. But those are some off the top of my head that I could say were just badass. <laughs> So this might be the most naive wrestling question that I've ever asked on the show, but I got to know for wrestlers that aren't conditioned to wrestle in a mask. Is it tough for them to start wrestling in a mask? Like if they do one match, like, like a gimmick match, like we're like, they're like not supposed to be known who they are. So they have to put a mask on for like the first time. Is, is that difficult for them to, to, to adjust to? Do you know? Oh yeah. I mean, wearing a mask is difficult as hell. Uh, especially when you're going a million miles a minute. Uh, when we started with Chikara, you know, it's a fast paced, fucking crazy free for all, all the time. So, 
and my, you know, my character just running around, flipping everywhere, left and right, and being able to do it in a mask is very tough. Um, there was a time where I was just training with the mask just to get adjusted to everything, man, because it's difficult, at, at every aspect of it all. So when people start off doing it, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it takes some time, man. It takes some time to get used to it. I'm 13 years in. I'm still not fucking used to it. <laughs> what's the uh you hear the stories about vader and his mask smelling like cat piss all the time what's the uh what's the hygiene for the man like how many masks are you going through how often are you cleaning those like i wore the, we had to wear those stupid you know we had to wear the mask when the pandemic started and i was going through f- fucking three four masks a week i'm washing them all the time i'm sneezing in them they're gross uh and i'm just walking around you're running around like you said 100 miles an hour what's the hygiene for one of those uh bad boys uh, you don't get used to it. I sleep in this thing. I do everything in this thing. When the pants started, it was, you know, people were like, you got to put your mask. I was like, I already have one, you know, and I've been used to it for years and years and years. So I was ready for the pandemic, to be honest, because of everything going on. But it, uh, you don't get used to it, man. You don't sneeze. My, uh, my all time fear was throwing up in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> There was one time that I was wrestling a Kuma, and oh, he God. hard as shit. So he had me against the ropes and gave me a kick to the stomach that I thought my lunch was going to come up. And holy shit, man, was I scared. But I just sat there. I said, if I have to roll under the ring, I'm going to. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't get used to it, man. You definitely don't get used to it. That's fu- That's one of those things you never think about when we talk. Like, if you're not wearing a mask and you, like, have to, like, you know, something happens or you're wrestling sick, you could just kind of slide under the ring and throw up, but you gotta, you gotta worry about the goddamn mask. Oh God. I could only imagine. It takes an extra second to hold it all in. <laughs> and look, I mean, people out there listening. know sometimes you don't have that extra second, but you shit your pants. If you, if you don't have that, if the, that extra second, we've been there. We've all, uh, me and Tony have been there. Kevin hasn't been there. Oh yeah. How did that uh, I shit my pants literally inches from the toilet bowl. <laughs> if I had that extra second, I would have been good. Uh-uh, though. Uh, <laughs> no. My stomach said, uh-uh, not today, son. I never eat Chipotle before a match, so I'm very, very lucky. Or White Castle. I haven't done that yet uh, because that will be <laughs> a sign of disaster, I tell you that. Oh, we know. There, there's oh, no sh- the ring. I, I mean, I guess you could, but. That's not going to be fun when you got a whole other half of the card wrestling under a shitty ring. So can't have that. I'm old enough where I can't trust my farts anymore, and I just don't care. I, I wind up shitting my pants like every other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, it's it's been there. I've seen, I've seen, I've heard some stories. <laughs> you got something to look forward to. Yeah, I can't wait for that one. <laughs> hey, hey Frightmare, could you believe we've been doing this podcast for ten years? Fantastic! That's awesome. <laughs> by by this line of questioning, it's been incredible. talking about shit pants and everything like that. That's fantastic. <laughs> I bet you I've shit my pants at least once in all those ten, every one of those years for the last ten years. <laughs> It'd be an honor for you to shit your pants on this podcast tonight. <laughs> to- Tony's always up for a good challenge, sir. <laughs> hey, Tony. Get away, but. No, man, I cleaned out before the show started tonight. I might have to wait a little while. All right, well, next time I'm on. The challenge is down. So <laughs> um, 
you've you've seen it all. You've done it all. You've been a part of a lot of promotions that have ended up having to go away or something else happened, and and it's been a struggle. But you always seem to come out in a good spot. And right now you're involved with GCW, JCW. Are you surprised at the popularity of Game Changer Wrestling and what they've been able to do in the last couple of years? No, uh, they are fantastic, man, and such a great group of people. What Brett is doing out there is just pretty much showing all these wrestlers. And the best thing about it is all these different kind of wrestlers coming in, and they're just gelling so well to the, together and just putting on fucking banger after banger shows. And Brett sees all the potential in these people and giving them that light. And it's growing, man. It's it, The sky's the limit with uh, JCW, GCW. They're doing nothing but good things. And they got a new thing in uh, L.A. I believe it's called Flights. Um, yeah. Dude, that's going to go big, too. And, and Brett is a great, great guy to uh, make this all happen, man. And it's been a blessing to just be able to work with Brett in any aspect. And, uh, yeah, dude, they're awesome. The sky's the limit for them. And, and that seems to be a constant over the over the guests that we've had on over the last few weeks. All some have some sort of affiliation with GCW, whether they worked them before or they're just coming back. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe off of big contracts and working GCW is like the first place they call. It's How? Re- I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's just fun, man. It's a fun place to be. But is that how common is that in professional wrestling, where where you you get you might get let go somewhere, or a, a company is that well thought of by just about everyone that you talk to? Is that something that's common, or is, is that not so common? Um. Yeah. I mean, people are just. You know, and it depends at what point in their career uh, and where they're coming from, you know, whether they got let go from like a WWE or something like that. They want to go to a they still all love wrestling. I mean, we don't do this for fun like this. I mean, you know, it is fun, but we do it because of the passion and the love that we have for this crazy shit and to entertain fans. And no matter what comes from that, they want to go somewhere where they could work, be themselves and have fun. That's another reason why AEW is fantastic, because they. They're just amazing, and they let these amazing uh, talents do what they're supposed to be doing, and that's why they're so successful. Same thing with GCW. He lets them run, lets them be creative. Uh, that's the best place because some places don't let you be creative, and that's when it goes to shit, you know, and it's as simple as that. But you want to have fun where you go. When I pick and choose, not every company is like that. Some companies walk in, nice people, but not everything is, you know, it's done by what they want, and they – they take away your creative side of wrestling. And I think that's the beauty of wrestling is that. And I enjoy that so much. So if someone takes that away, I'll still do it. You know, I still want to entertain people, but it takes, takes something away. That's, you know, close to my heart, you know, uh, talk about the love for professional wrestling close to your heart. And you've been with Shikara, uh, for a long time. And you had recently shared on Twitter, uh, after they put out the Eddie Kingston, uh, article that he was there for you. Uh, and you got to work a bunch with Eddie Kingston. He was the Shikara grand champion. He worked a lot in Shikara. Can you speak to, to your relationship with Eddie and the kind of guy he is and, and, uh, and what it means to you to see him have this level of success that he's at right now? So, uh, first of all, he is the best, best human on earth. I love him to death. My relationship with him is great. Uh, I call him uh, Pops because he always looked after me. Um, The thing that I put on Twitter, uh, and this is a real story, I was about to start training at the Wrestle Factory. I was 14 years old. And uh, we were coming back from a 
CZW, when CZW and Chikara were kind of like a thing together. And I was coming back from a show in Philly. I was uh, asleep in the back seat. My friend got into a rage incident where we were we got pulled over and we got into this massive kind of fight that we didn't want to happen. It just happened. And uh, unfortunately, we were outnumbered. And I ended up in the hospital with a, a serious uh, head injury. And this is before I started my career. And uh, luckily, I'm still here today. That's I, I believe that's why I'm still here is because to be able to be Frightmare and do something I truly love. But out of nowhere, Eddie Kingston, I had some friends in Chikara still. And Eddie Kingston came to visit me, and he was my favorite at the time. So he, he's got the biggest heart in the world. And for that to happen got me more motivated than anything. Uh, I couldn't do anything physical like wrestling for the next six months. So as soon as that six months was up, I was at the Wrestle Factory, and I started my career. And Eddie Kingston was a huge part of where I am today. Yeah, and I, I, I you know – he he deserves the success he's he has, but uh, absolutely. I think, I think the thing that people love about him is that he is just a he is a you know I don't want to steal a phrase from MJF, but he is literally the salt of the earth. He is a he is the guy down there in the trenches with you, and he he knows what it's like to to grind. So uh, I think it's just a wonderful story, and I'm glad you were you were so kind to share that with us. You have been in like a thousand stables in your career. Do you have a favorite one? Uh, in the stables that I was in? Yes. I'm sorry, you broke it. Oh, it's okay. Yes, in the stables that you've been in, do you have a favorite one? Oh, God. I mean, I love them all, man. <laughs> Any, anything I get to do with my uh, best friends, uh, Incoherence stands out, you know, and we're, we're getting the band back together now. We're, we're going back on the road full force. Um, and Mantis is going to be a part of that as well. Um, but anything where I'm with, you know, hollow wicked. And I'm, when I'm with Mantis and delirious, I'm a, I'm a fucking happy camper because those guys are the truest of all pros. And I just stand there and I do cool shit in the background. <laughs> I won't lie. Legion of rot might be my favorite name. Go ahead. Say it again. Legion of rot might be my favorite name. Hey, the Legion of rot. We're still, you know, Hey. That's we'll, a we'll fucking bad. That's a man. badass name, man. Yeah, um, it's it's all glory, Nasmel Doon at the end of it, man. That's what we look up to. That's our god. I so, dig it. I dig it. Go ahead, Kev. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. The connections are kind of wild. Um, so what what makes working in a stable? Do you have to get along with everyone in real life? Like as opposed to like a tag team, like as a tag team, you pretty much have to maybe kind of get along with your tag team partner. As a stable, there's more than one person there. Do you do you feel like it's necessary that you must get along with everyone to make it work, or can you be different on the outside as opposed to the chemistry in the ring? You absolutely have to get along with everybody because, I mean, I've always been. Uh, I I may be mean and scary on the outside, but I've always been a a good guy. I consider myself very friendly. So uh, when I'm working with my my cast and crew, my friends, everything needs to gel because you got the creative juices flowing. I get it from Hollow Wicked. I get it from Delirious. And then we put everything together. That makes magic. And I've never worked with anyone that I was like, you know, fuck that guy. So I'm very happy and very blessed that I've been able to be in the stables that I have been with the people that I have been. Uh, if you guys don't get along, then, yeah, you're going to have some sloppy 
shit here and there. It's just not fun. You know, you want to you want to go to work. You want to have some fun while you do it and let it go. You know what I mean? So got to have good relationships, man. Good. If you're salty in this business, get the fuck out. I love it. I like it. I love it. There it is. Words to live by. Well, Frightmare, I know you're I know you are busy man. And uh, I know you're kind of in between a couple things right now, so we don't want to keep you much longer. Uh, your uh, social media stuff scroll, scrolling across the bottom of the screen. You follow Frightmare on Twitter uh, at uh, Frightmare Lucha. And then on the Instagram machine, it's Frightmare underscore Lucha Dorable, which is an awesome fucking handle. <laughs> uh, you can follow him on Instagram. Uh, so you have this match coming up at Bloodstorm Pro on November 21st. Is there anything else in the future um, that you have on the horizon? Maybe any part of that last Ring of Honor final battle, maybe? I can't give away anything, man. You know, anything's possible. But um, I'm just very thankful for the time that I spent with them. And I hope everything works out, especially for all the amazing talents that was a part of Ring of Honor. Everyone's going to be just fine. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that because um, – there's always going to be a place for uh, people, especially of that talent. And everyone is just, everyone will be just fine. I can tell you that um, for the future sky's the limit. I want 2022 to be my biggest year yet. And I'm looking to wreck shit up and I want to do everything I can to make the Indies the best thing to, to be on and just be a part of. I'm trying to have the best year yet in my career. Well, we would love to have you back on when 2022 kicks off and you start uh, going out there, tearing things up, having the best career, uh, best year of your career. See, the English is a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I can't, be can't believe I've been doing this for 10 years. It's a travesty, oh. to tell you the truth. <laughs> hey, you guys do an awesome job, man. You guys do a great oh, job. Thank you. Well, we didn't want to bore you with the usual, you know, uh, where did you train and you know what's your diet like and i don't know whatever other goofy you know we're, we're gonna talk about shit in our pants uh because that's what we're doing people people shit their pants it happens hell yeah that's what, that's what they do man well that's what i do that's what matt does i shit my pants Bring yeah it. hey hey <laughs> next guys promise me something oh boy <laughs> But yeah, man, I I would I would come on anytime, man. This is this has been awesome. I love hanging out and talking, talking something I truly love. You know, absolutely. When twenty twenty kicks off and we're off and running, we'll definitely have you back on. Twenty twenty, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I didn't didn't until I didn't even realize Kevin's face gave it away. I yep. knew, you know. <laughs> oh man. All right, Frightmare. Thank you very much. You could leave, leave, go before you hurt yourself. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks, thanks. Anything thank you, you want to leave? Any, class, man. Anything? Yeah. Anything you want to say to your fans before we let you go to 1987? <laughs> I, it cut off a little bit at the end. I'm getting this little bad exception at the moment, man. What would you say? I said, is there anything you want to leave your fans with before we let you go? Just that, uh, watch out. 2022 is going to be the biggest year yet. I got some new merch coming out, and I think everyone's going to really enjoy it and like. And, um, yeah, 2022 is going to be the best year yet. Watch out for your boy, Lucha Adorable, hitting the scene and fucking shit up. Nice. We look like forward it. to a frightmare. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the night. We'll talk soon. 
Be well, my friend. Don't shit your pants. Thanks, boys. I try not to. You boys. <laughs> Thanks, Frightmare. Frightmare, you're the best. That was fucking a lot of fun. Thank I you, love man. It. Awesome. I love to do it. We'll see us. We'll have you back soon, definitely. Please, please. All right, boys. You have a good one. You as well, Mr. Frightmare. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Frightmare. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Frightmare at Frightmare uh, Lucha on Twitter, Frightmare underscore Lucha Dorable on the Instagram. Give him a follow. Check him out. Um, Kate, Kate's very funny. Uh, Kevin and Frightmare share a router. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get mad at that. <laughs> uh, she also said, you think a millionaire could afford a tutor? <laughs> Kate, I got a tutor. That's why I shit my pants. Oh, that's all right, Matt. Oh, yeah. Matt, Matt, you just won, baby. You won. Consider, oh, God damn. Consider the go home to 10th anniversary of success just for that wine. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck that yeah. Was, that might, in all 10 years, that might be the line of the podcast ever. I got it. <laughs> Oof. It's, not, it's not. I mean, I guess it, it got me over. I don't know if it's my best work though. It's got Matt. I'm telling you right now. Maybe I'm recency bias, but it's up there. Well, I appreciate that, Kevin. <laughs> Tutor, that's why I shit my pants. Tony doesn't appreciate it like I do. I didn't really get it. Tutor. Tutor. Oh, is that what that is? All right. Well, all right. So, Tony, let me let me let me explain it to you. Like, no, no, you don't need to explain. No, no, no. I I have to. I have to. All right. I thought the first rule of comedy is if you have to explain it, it's not worth explaining. Well, here's the difference. It wasn't my joke. I get it. I get it now. Explain it to you. All right. You know, now you you ruined it. God damn it, Tony. I. It's what I do. (laughs) I ruin shit. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about. Things that are ruined for me. Um, What's ruined for you, Matt? I, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna lie, T Dunk. I'm not digging MLW, man. Why? What was wrong with the episode this week? The episode is. Uh, uh, episode really? was on it. The episode is fine. It just seems like we're seeing. It yeah. seems like it's the same stories being told over and over again and they're just putting different people in them like to a T. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like this 5150 Los Parks thing. I could give a shit less about this. Yeah, but at least at least it kind of advanced things. Like I mean I didn't get why it had to be a six man. They're probably saving the uh the title match for uh, when they go to Dallas in January maybe. I don't know. But uh oh they did the title match. That's right. Fuck already i just i i don't like los parks i don't get them i don't know why they're fucking tag champions i don't know why they beat the goddamn von erics i mean i guess somebody had to beat the von erics no I yeah mean, the von erics like, are kind of tied up in hawaii with all that with all the covid shit you know i don't know um i i'm interested in the war chamber and i really like just this ej and duka dude did you did you like the six on six it was okay Usually, usually those are just cluster fucks, but it really gave EJ and Duca a chance to shine. And when he hit that fucking that uh, what the fuck the barbarian was his name barbarian 
the fucking big caveman uh, guy? Beastman, that was it. <laughs> yeah, when he hit Beastman with the spine buster, that fucking EJ and Duca can go, man. He can go. Yeah. He he had five eliminations by himself. Five. He practically eliminated the whole goddamn team. And he's part of the Hammerstone team. For yes, he is. And you know what? They had the interview with uh, Holiday, Hammerstone, and EJ. I kind of like the way they all work together. You know what I'm saying? I like the interview. I liked I liked Holiday fucking around because uh, Cueto announced that Holiday is going to be the first challenger for the MLW World Championship, and he's like, you know, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to raise your hand, and after you had a hard fought victory, and and we're going to celebrate together, and then I'm going to look to the crowd, and then I'm going to hit you with a clothesline, and like he put out the whole scenario how he's going to turn on him. He's like, well, it might not happen exactly like that, but you get the picture. And Hammer's like. Fuck it. I want to wrestle EJ. I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle Holiday. I'll defend against the best. And these guys are the best. Fucking love it. Yeah, I enjoyed the show opening when they were walking in and Holiday was on the phone with MJF or we're supposed to. Yes. How cool was that? He kept he was like, he just kept saying Max. Don't worry, Max. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I appreciate you wanting to come to help, but I think we got this. And that was fucking cool. That was really cool. I really didn't like the 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 tag match though. What do you think about the weird stuff with uh, Cueto and saying that uh, he has a man for the team, but they need to use a key to unleash your dreams? Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. I didn't give a fuck about that part because, like, whatever, fuck him. But I do like the fact that Fatu came busting into his office saying, I want my rematch. And he's like, no, fucking uh, Samael's got you under lock and key. Like, you, he got to pick all the matches for you, and he hasn't picked a rematch for you. Ooh, dissension and Fatu was like, "You're not coming between us." Fuck that nonsense. Good shit. Oh, Kate says MJF played it up on Twitter too. How awesome is that? That That's is fantastic. so fucking cool. Um, and yeah, we got there's... to see a little. We got to see a little Gino Medino against uh, Holiday in that six on six, and your boy Warhorse was in it. Warhorse was in the six on six. They brought back the blue meanie for it. That useless piece of shit King Mel was in it. King Mo got fucking beat in like three seconds. You didn't pop for that shit? Dude, I... Here's what... King Mo got eliminated in five seconds. Right. So why, right? Just... Let's just think about this, right? Let's let's pretend that you're a professional wrestler and fucking King Mo's starting a stable, right? Do you want to be in his stable when you know he's a fucking loser? Oh, fuck him. So that's fuck why him. I have a hard time buying into him and fucking who's he got? Alex Kane with him or Ke- mm. he's got Alex Kane, right? Who gives a shit? EJ and Duca was the fucking star of the show, dude. Gotta be Kane. You yes, know what pissed it. me off? You what? Know, this is this is what pissed me off. You know how you guys were bitching and moaning about two hours ago about spoilers and getting shit spoiled? Sure. I don't know if bitching and moaning is. Oh come on! You were bit. You guys were bitching. Well, Matt was Turn. bitching and moaning. You were you were like seriously perturbed. No, 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 no. We we were we were trying to avoid them. We weren't we weren't bitching and moaning about having received them. Well, Matt kind of was. Matt got the results of the fucking six man right. Well, no, well, Matt wasn't a spoiler. He actually caught the match. Yeah, but then, the then I was so miserable. I just looked up the results. Yeah. <laughs> So oh, anyway, I didn't know that. Oh, I was so fucking mad. I'm like, fuck this. I'm just looking up the results. Yeah, now. I didn't know you looked up the results. Oh, I, was you fucking, I told you, <laughs> I was fucking miserable. I was a miserable piece of shit. <laughs> you buried the lead. 
Oh, brother. Anyway, so I'm thinking like, okay, we got the quarterfinals of, or the semifinals of the Opera Cup. We got a great match between uh, Davey Richards and Bobby Fish. Fantastic yep. fucking match. Yep. So I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, I want to look up the history of the Opera Cup. So uh, that's, your, that's your problem right there. Little did I know, the only fucking history you can find of the Opera Cup is the three fucking winners of the MLW Opera Cup. So I know who fucking won the thing. God damn it. So I, mad. Uh... I, yeah, I also know... Because um... I wanted to know the history. Like, it had this this whole thing with Stu Hart and the fucking Dungeon and Calgary Wrestling and all this and that. Yep. Stu Hart's the only fucker that ever won this fucking thing according to the MLW shit. Nah, I didn't fucking... Uh... Filthy Tom Lawler went. No, no, I'm talking about like the old history, like from the fucking from you know, like from years past before they resurrected. So if I'm understanding this correctly, you wanted the results from like the old school Opera Cup. Yeah, I wanted history. And you happened to find the last three years of the Opera Cup, including this year's winner. Yes, sir. Uh, That's a bad job out of you, Tony. Not happy about that either. That's a bummer. That's a kick in the dick, bro. Yeah, it was a big kick in the dick. Can't learn shit these days, these kids with their instant gratification nonsense. What are you gonna do, man? Well, the winner. So Davy Richards wins. He beats Bobby Fish. He's gonna advance to the final. You like the match? I love the match. Yeah, this was a really good match. Again, the. I think this is gonna. I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble for this. No, no, no. Come on, bring it on. I think I'm past right. I'm past these like ECW type matches like this 5150 Los Parks six man was like a fucking ECW brawl, right? No DQ well, ball all over the goddamn fucking. I think I'm done with those, man. Like I I'd get it. A week ago, when I watched that Nick Gage um, Suzuki match, I was like, I'm not like I'm not into it. Yep. I'm 100 uh, percent. Says, Kate says, Baha, you're so off. Yeah. Nice Thank use you. of the English language there, Kate. Yeah, she's having a tough time with po- her. She's having a tough time with her spelling tonight. I don't know what Jeez. it is. You know, Kate. Kate, I'm sure is absolutely fine on every other podcast she does. She joins us in the chat, and she can't fucking speak either. What's going on? Maybe she's got water on the brain. Who? Maybe David Ligreca was on to something. The spelling. It's uh, the English language, not. Just saying. The six man really took me out of this match. The twelve man, I, I mean, with the, you know, look. I can really... I, can I, can I tell people at home little, little, little backstory from Uncle Tony? They do not use doors to hold the canvas on the ring. They use actual like two by eights, maybe even two by sixes, depending on what kind of ring they put together. Those fucking things that they break constantly in each match. Do you realize if that was real, every time someone took a body slam, there'd be a hole in the fucking ring. They're not planks to hold up the ring, people. They're fucking they're fucking hollow doors with no doorknobs on them. That they're putting each other through. Didn't mean to break kayfabe, but let's fucking call it what it is. Cafe brother. Fuck that shit. That that annoys me. If you don't have something to put people through, don't put people through anything. And it was a meaningless brawl anyway. How many times are gonna ring the bell and let you know it's not fucking happening? Ugh. What did you think of the um oh so Davy Richards is gonna wrestle the winner of TJP and Calvin Tankman? 
already know who won that match. I know, but there's people out there that maybe who don't. So. Oh, I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not putting it out there. But I'm looking forward to it. I'm now, disappointed. You, I know the next winner. week is next week is War Chamber, Tony. Yes. What did? How did you feel about this interview that ended the show? They announced that Savio Vega is going to be joining their team. Fuck that. You mentioned Vega. Uh, Vega Holiday gets a future title shot. Vega looked like shit in that six on six. By the way, it's fucking terrible. And then they also wondered who this mystery opponent, uh, mystery partner, could be. I don't know. I haven't read any spoilers. I have no idea. I don't know what the key means. Maybe it's low key. I don't know. Is that what they're going for? Do you want the answer? No, I don't want the answer. I'm pontificating. I'm wondering if you could no, like. No, fuck no. Does it make sense? Low key, maybe. If I may pontificate for a bit, sir. <laughs> it makes a hundred percent sense, but it's. I don't want to know. I don't. Okay. Don't. We'll, we'll, ah. we'll find out Wednesday. I will find out Wednesday. I when can't wait to uh, find contra, out Wednesday. Contra unit, Fatu, Akiro Kwan, Joseph Samael, Mads Kruger, and a Sentai Death Squad member taking on Hammer, EJ and Duca, Richard uh, Holiday, Savio Vega, and a mystery partner in War Chamber match. A Just big an hint? Key does, is that a mean, hint. does that mean the big show's coming? Whoa! It's a Lucha yeah. Underground thing. Oh, well, I never really watched Lucha Underground, so there you go. That's why you missed it. So that's good, I guess. Yeah, good for me. I still don't know who Scion is, and I still don't want to know, because he's fucking awesome. If we want to segue into uh, NWA, by any means necessary, part two. I didn't, Tony. I wanted to segue into Impact. All right, let's go to Impact. Let's turn into the skid. I know Kevin, uh, Kevin finished watching his Impact today, and I know we're on the road to Turning Point. Turning point, which oh, is boy. this uh, Saturday night on the Impact uh, Plus gimmick. Also, if you're in the Discord, uh, Mike Peterson has been doing Impact watch-alongs where he's watching the live broadcast of Impact. You could jump in the Discord and watch with him. So if you're part of the Shining Wizards Discord, check that out. We got a link to the Shining Wizards Discord on our Twitter account. Yes, on the Twitter machine. Yes, at Wizards Podcast. Go check it out. Click the link. Join us on the Discord. We got a great group of people in there. We break each other's balls, but we we have a ton of fun. We talk about all kinds of shit. Please join us. So the impact is on our... We're on the road to Turning Point, and uh, mm-hmm. I know we kicked off the show with uh, Bullet Club and Finn Juice. Winning team gets a tag title shot against the Good Brothers at Turning Point. Uh, Kevin, give us the skinny. Hi, now. Yeah, that, that was won by, uh, by the Bullet Club. Uh, Chris Bay, uh, Bullet Bay Armstrong, and uh, and El Fantasmo defeated Finjuice, and then after the match, he had a little uh, you know, run in, you know, uh, the original uh, OG club, if you will, Gallows and Anderson. The devil lays in the burner. They came out, and uh, but then That's... that the big the big Bullet Club guy, I always forget his name, Haiku Leo. Yeah, he uh, he took out Big LG man. That was good stuff. So we will see at turning point, we will see the Bullet Club versus uh, the Good Brothers. Kevin, you uh, sang a few bars of that oh, yeah. atrocious song. Um, it's a great song. <laughs> I can't. I, the I, devil I lays in the distance and is in your sex. That's I. F- 
I feel like that should be like Joe Doring's song. Like, here come the fucking good brothers. They're throwing up the two sweets. They're to talk about their dicks all over being the elite. They're doing fucking the goofy wrestling shows. And then here they come out with this weird, like, I don't know, man. It, I feel like it doesn't fit them. No, it, it does. Cause you know, they're maybe it doesn't anymore, but it portrayed them as what they were supposed to be when they came in. Like the devil lays on the bring bong, little booba to do. Like it's, it's good stuff, man. So, uh, like I said, Good Brothers against the Bullet Club, which is, uh, and they don't throw up the two sweets anymore, I don't think, in, in, in Impact. Oh, no? I don't think so, because the Bullet Club has, has claimed the rights to that, I guess. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah, so Turning Point's coming up. A lot of stuff happened on the old, uh... Matt, if you want to run me through it, I mean, I can just go off the off the top of my dome piece. Well, the, I know Minoru Suzuki killed Caleb with a K. Yeah, yeah, that was, dude, not even worth talking about. Oh, okay. and next week he has Josh Alexander, which is yeah, worth talking about. That's a big deal. Uh, yeah. I know the Decay beat the undead bridesmaids of Kimberly and Brandy Lauren. That's right. And you had a nice little sit-in by the inspiration, Tony. All right. And uh, <laughs> so so for the, for those who are listening in podcast form, whenever I say Tony, he does the uh, the inspiration move, the iconics. There you go. And uh, so they sat in, watched uh, the unbra- undead, undead bridesmaids. Yep, you got it. Defeated uh, Decay, which oh, is the Decay uh, defeated the undead bridesmaids. Well, because next week I could have sworn I thought it was the undead bridesmaids versus uh, Inspiration at yes. some point. Uh, next week on TV is the Inspiration against the undead bridesmaids, and at Turning Point, it's the Inspiration versus Decay. Oh, that's right. Because next week they're going to take, okay, them out of the division. I got it. Yep, yep, that's right. Uh, so that was cool. And uh, the biggest story, if you want to just breeze through this, is that we have a new number one contender for the Impact World Heavyweight Championship champion, who is Moose. Moose. He is the champion. Your number one contender is once again Eddie Edwards, winning uh, a triple threat match between. My dear, good personal friend, Matt Cardona. There you go, Tony. Thank you. And uh, W. Morrissey, who's also become a nice little friend of KJG, Tony. Wait, really? No, not really at all. Just trying to, oh. just trying to milk the gimmick. Uh, Eddie Edwards actually gets a pinfall on Cardona. Uh, so Eddie Edwards moves turning point. Josh Alexander is still trying to get back into the, the title picture, but Scott the Amores is worried about Josh Alexander's like emotions, choking referees and all this stuff. So we gave him Minoru Suzuki next week. Uh, we got uh, Falaba wants to team with Johnny Swinger, the swingman. That's kind of wild. And then you had Chris Sabin cut a promo a backstage vignette on Ace Austin talking about how dumb it is for him wearing a uh, I beat Chris Sabin t-shirt. And uh, Chris Saban, I believe, will be taking on Ace Austin at Turning Point. I think. Actually, I have uh, I have Turning Point right here for you, Kevin. Run it down, baby. Because I did watch the show. I just didn't really. I, I tried to literally pull up results as we were talking. Wasn't expecting us to go to this. This. You're good. You're good. Uh, Moose Eddie Edwards for the title. That's right. Uh, good Brothers Bullet Club, which we talked about. Mickey James against Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, that was cool. So on Impact, uh, Mercedes destroyed. Um, Madison Rain. Madison Rain. Not to necessarily destroy, but 
beat and then, or something happened and uh, Mick, uh, Madison Rain tried to do some shenanigans and Mickey James came in to save Madison uh, 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 Martinez and then, then Martinez just laid her out. Um, so that's a good story. Two baby faces fighting and uh, it's always a decent story, I guess. Uh, we mentioned the women's tag title match inspiration against the decay. Trey Miguel defends his X division title against Laredo kid. That is, yeah, and then I think next week Steve Macklin is facing Laredo Kid because uh, Laredo Kid earned that match in the uh, Triple Threat. Uh, or yes, you're correct. If yeah. uh, if Macklin wins, he will be added to the Triple Threat. All right, so I expect that to happen. Uh, Ace Austin, Chris Saban is a match for Turning Point, and Heath and Rhino will be taking on Violent by Design. I don't know who to root for in that, man. You're torn. I know. I love me some Heath, baby. Love me some Heath. Oh, baby. At, uh, the, the Go Home Show, which takes place Thursday, we mentioned Josh Alexander, Minoru Suzuki, Laredo Kid, Steve Macklin. Uh, Sam Beal takes on Brian Myers. Oh, that, yeah. Brian Myers they had a nice little backstage uh, segment with VSK and Zicky Dice. And Zicky, yo, Zicky Dice, I, I, go out of your way and try to find this because Zicky Dice is so, like, comedically, like, invaluable to this segment where Brian Myers is playing, trying to play the serious guy. Everyone knows that he appreciates VSK a little bit more than Zicky Dice. Like, so VSK says something. All right, so anyway, Zicky Dice says something. Brian Myers slaps him. You don't see the slap. You just see his, like, sunglasses kind of, like, turned upside down. And then VSK says, says something, and Brian Myers still slaps <laughs> Zicky Dice. That's how rude. Yeah. No, yeah. Zicky, I don't necessarily think, deserves it. But then Brian blamed him for being out in Vegas. He was still being hung over when the show was a week ago. So uh, when they helped, when they made him lose to uh, Beal, uh, Ruli Mack, and Rich Swan, so now it's one on one next week. Myers, Beal, no one involved, uh, and then Zicky Zicky Dice got his little outlandish in at the end. He was like, outlandish. So Zicky Dice rolls. Yeah, outlandish. There you go, Tony. One more time, please. Outlandish. There you go. Uh, anything else on the impact front, Kevin, before we move no, forward? No, I think we can keep going. Uh, we'll have more to talk about after Turning Point, I feel like. Uh, Tony, before we jump into the NWA, I just want to annoy you with WWE news and notes. Okay, go for uh, it. It looks like Survivor Series is shaping up. Brand supremacy. Um, a terrible idea. Everything, it seems like whatever they said when they drafted those Survivor Series teams... Uh, is just fodder for storylines on Raw and SmackDown because it seems like teams are changing. Uh, the uh, SmackDown team now is missing a partner. I don't know who's not on the team. We still have McIntyre, Hardy, Xavier Woods, and Baron Corbin. So that would Somebody's be Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's out. And then last week, Bobby Lashley took uh, the Mysterio kid spot. What's his name? Dominic. Mm. Uh, and I think the same thing happened in the women's too, right? Someone got booted. Yeah. Someone's oh. off a of team SmackDown. So it's Sasha, Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Natty. And then the Raw team is Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, Zelina Vega. I thought Liv Morgan was in NXT. No, no you're thinking Andy Rose. Rose. Ah, they're all the same. Uh, Don Ty, here's right? what the Survivor Series is looking like. Oh, great. Please. No, you love brand supremacy. Big E against Roman Reigns. No titles on the line, just to Mm -hmm. whatever. 
Oh, uh, Kate says Aaliyah, Aaliyah got, booted. got booted. I thought she got booted 30 years ago and she fell off a cliff in the South America. Oh, my God. I saw that she flew her plane into it. Yeah, she oh, there you go. Car crash. Oh, she no, was, uh, that, was, that was left eye. She was, well, you know what? I'm very insensitive, but I'm going to do it. When I worked at Applebee's, that was our fiery crash of the week in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But it was a fire, ahead, fiery ahead, crash ahead. of the week. Uh, Becky Lynch against Charlotte. No. Uh, apparently, they really do hate each other, or they're doing a great job of telling that story because Becky Lynch said in a Sports Illustrated interview, uh, I quote, I don't know, man. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk. So all I'll say is the locker room needs a hero sometimes. Sometimes somebody's got to be a hero. I'm all right being that hero. That's why I'll say all. That's what I'll say on that matter. She, this is Charlotte? This is Becky. Becky. Uh, I think all Charlotte right. said iron sharpens iron. Who gives a shit? Uh, Becky went on to say this business is built on trust. It's built on working together. That's the art of it. That's the beauty of it. If I make you look good, you make me look good. It's an art. It's a beautiful art. It's an art I love more than anything. If people don't know how to make the art, then it becomes difficult. It becomes tricky, and you never really get the full potential. I never wished I still had I don't care on the soundboard more than I do now. No, it's it's a big story. You have your two top female stars, two, two arguably your two top stars in the company that don't care to work with each other i don't care i don't know man i'm just saying it's weird though because when i thought charlotte said it i was like what what are you doing and then when you said that it was becky that said it i was like oh okay it was becky uh yeah. so that match is taking place rk bro against the usos is happening oh baby tony let's get your in-depth thoughts on that please okay. <laughs> i don't care no. I don't care. I don't care. My jokes don't go. Over it's been so long since I've played this. I felt like we had to bring it back. Keep going, Matt. Tell us more. And they have yet to announce Damian Priest against Shinsuke Nakamura, but I'm sure that's coming. I don't, he doesn't care. I don't care. I'm happy go lucky. Women call me plucky. I don't care. I don't care. I don't, he doesn't care. I don't care. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, I really. Uh, non Survivor Series uh, news. Uh, and I'm kind of excited about this. It looks like they're bringing back the Ruthless Aggression docuseries. Uh, and that'll be taking place on Sunday, October, uh, November 21st. That's yeah, cool. And then the following day, Monday, all of the entire season will be available. So uh, I enjoyed the first five episodes so I'm ex- or four episodes, uh, whatever. I yeah. like the docuseries because I was out at this point. So I'm excited to, to finish watching this. Yeah, that was a long time ago. The first part of that series, wasn't it? That feels what like quality. Do you think that you have that makes you think you can beat me? Ruthless aggression. Slap. Uh, Kevin throws mid slap. Do you see this? Good old John. Ah! Uh, the status of up, up, down, down is uh, is kind of in limbo, and there's not a lot of content because apparently. Xavier Woods is not being financially compensated, so there is not a lot of content going up on the channel. He's a king. Well, he's a king. <laughs> Sorry, Kev. That's all right. 
I covered that. Undertaker says he is going to get a bunch of surgeries. He did that when they did the press release down there in uh, Dallas for WrestleMania. Seymour. He won't be wrestling. Seymour. Uh, if you've been following the thing, Keith Lee said he had to pay for all his COVID bills. The WWE says uh, that's a lie. What are they going to say? <laughs> Who had to pay for all the COVID bills? Keith Lee says he had to pay for all his COVID bills. Interesting. He said, he said, I paid all my medical bills from the many offices and machines I frequented. This is a, th- there is positive in that. Uh, and I do find it amusing that people believe anyone but me paid for my medical expenses. WWE ret- retorted and said, Keith Lee's recent comments implying WWE failed to pay his medical bills are erroneous. Oh. Ooh. I want to start a wrestling stable called Erroneous. Who would be an Erroneous? Erroneous would be uh, MJF. Would be got Erroneous, Erroneous, Erroneous. Luchasaurus, Lucharonius. Um, oh my! Erroneous, Erroneous would be like a more of like a smart person stable. So maybe Smart Mark Sterling, manager of Jade Cargill. Uh. That's all I got. I, I, really, I didn't really think this through. All right. Well, we'll check back with you. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, moving on to NWA. Uh, another stellar week of NWA power. They hit us with part two of By Any Means Necessary. I thoroughly enjoyed this. This is two weeks in a row that NWA has really fucking crushed it. What'd you think of the Tim Storm Jaden Roller match? I thought it was a very simple story that they told not feel familiar at all with Jaden roller me either but i mean you open up with kyle davis and tim storm in the ring uh he wants he's talking about this match with Jaden roller tonight roller attacks him uh he wants a no dq match tim storm agrees and we're off and running you get the feeling they're putting tim storm in these like weird matches now just to have him like do stuff I mean, the last pay-per-view, he was in there with who? Jack, uh, was it Crimson and James Storm? Who did he have the three-way with at the uh, other There end? was a bunch of people in it, yeah. He wound up winning that one, but it's weird. Like they, I don't know why they keep sticking Tim Storm in these gimmicky matches. Well, I think for this, because of of what, you know, they, this wasn't, this was promoted as like a house show type of deal or like a special taping. So obviously if you're going to see the NWA and you're an NWA fan, you want to see Tim storm. So I think in this case, it was just a way to get Tim storm on a show. And maybe Billy wanted to look at this Jaden roller character. Yeah. Well, fair enough. There's worse people to put him in there with than the former NWA world's champion. And somebody who's very popular with the NWA faithful. For sure. I thought it was a fine match. It was a fun opener and it told no DQ. Tim Storm got a little extreme. Yeah, sure. I had no qualms with this. It's just weird. It's just a weird. No, no, it it was fine. It was just a weird choice of booking. Like, I don't know. Again, this is a special taping. So they got to get, you know, people in Kentucky want to see Tim Storm. Of course. Who doesn't want to see Tim Storm? I, I would love to see Tim Storm wrestle. Uh, Kyle Davis talks with Booger Eater and Nick Aldis. Uh, Booger Eater is very grateful that Nick Aldis has joined his team. Um, they're going to fight Latimer and Adonis tonight. Um, this is very personal for Nick. Nick uh, feels he feels they get out the belt. He felt like a different person here. 
where he actually had something to live for, something to motivate him. It mm. just seemed like a different form of Nick Aldis. Nothing wrong with it, just like a completely different character from, you know, as a difference from being the world champion. Sure. He's humbled. He is, you know, in a position of vulnerability, vulnerability, uh, Mm -hmm. because he is without the title and his stable has abandoned him because he is no longer the champion. He's formed this wonderful friendship with Trevor Murdoch. uh, But this is a little baby face Nick Aldis type of deal. No, I got nothing wrong with it. I'm enjoying it. I dig it. I dig it. You know what else I dig? What? And I was so happy it went this way. Camille beats Kenzie Page to retain her women's championship in two straight falls in a two out of three falls match. This was exactly what it needed to be. Exactly what it needed to be. Camille slaughters her in the first ma- in the first fall. Second fall, Kenzie gets like that that fucking you know the baby face fighting from underneath. Had her in trouble a few times. Camille manages to put her away. Loved this match. Loved it. I'm with you. I like this too. I love that Camille went up two nothing, because with all respect to Ken's, uh, yeah, Kenzie Page, I don't think she's the girl who gets a pinfall against Camille. Absolutely. I'm so like the when they said two out of three falls, this is the only way it makes sense is if Camille wins both falls, and there you go. Yeah, Perfect good storytelling. And then Strictly Business comes out to sing Happy Birthday to Camille. Well. They made Kyle Davis start singing well, Happy Birthday. The crowd started singing it, and then Nick uh, Thomas Lattimore tell them to all shut their dumb mouths. How and great then- is Tom- how great is Tom Lattimore? Tom's how- fantastic. He's like it's it's so like I feel like he doesn't get the love he deserves. He's so good in this asshole role. He's so good in it. And uh, they make Kyle Davis get on his knees and sing Happy Birthday, and he doesn't get many bars in before Nick Aldis interrupts. Uh, and him and Murdoch want strictly business right now. And we're right into this tag match, which I was very happy with. Uh, they told a great story. Uh, you know, the tables return now. Uh, Camille was involved, not protecting Nick Aldis, but interfering and affecting Nick Aldis' side of the match, which is something he has yet to experience with her. The referee throws her out. Uh, I didn't really understand why she was allowed to come back to ringside. Yeah, that bugged me a little bit. Like, I, I mean, she factored into the finish, but that that really bugged me. But uh, uh, she spears uh, Thomas. Uh, no, she speared. Uh, she speared. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Murder. Uh, Chris Adonis. Adonis. I was gonna yep. get one of them right. There was only four in the ring, uh, and that cost them the match. And uh, Murdoch hits the flying bulldog off the top rope. They're successful. Nick Aldis, Trevor Murdoch beat Latimer and Adonis. And I do, I do like that uh, Aldis was knocked off the apron quite a few times, you know, during the tag match. And it always made you wonder, like, is he going to get annoyed? Is he going to turn on? Is he, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just felt like maybe Murdoch goes to the corner one time and he's just not there. It didn't happen. But the fact that they kept knocking off the apron, it kind of put that in my head. It's like, Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Is Murdoch gonna go over to try to make a tag, and then his partner's not there, and there's gonna be dissension? They didn't go with it, but it was nice to see that they they kind of threw it out there as like a red herring, like maybe this is gonna happen. Yeah, and I still think the possibility of that is there. I mean, look, I I, I would love it if Nick Aldis turned babyface to the drop of a dime since he lost the title, but I don't know if I can trust him yet. Fair enough, absolutely fair enough. Which is why I think it played well that they kept knocking him off the apron. Uh, how'd you feel about the cage match? 
I, I've got this thing in my head lately where like you're in a cage. Why do we need to bring so many weapons and rely on so many things when you're surrounded by a fucking steel cage? I love the match. I don't like using foreign objects that don't play well visually. Like I was talking about with my, with my son upstairs earlier, we were talking about, uh, you know, people using thumbtacks in matches and I get it because when you get the thumbtacks, it's not much the pain, but to see somebody get off the canvas and they have all these things stuck in them. Like it's a great visual and you could tell with that, you know, like even if you didn't know what it felt like, you know, it's fucked up because there they are getting hit with a glass tube. It's a great visual. You don't know how much it hurts, but you see the poof. Like I get that. Pouring alcohol on an open wound. We all know how it feels, but visually. I mean, he got it in his eyes. Yeah. I don't know. After the powder. Yeah. So what was he washing the powder out? Trying to make sure he's sterile. Like, I don't know. know. Powder sticks to your sweaty face and then you throw rubbing alcohol on somebody's face. But I mean, like you bring in a, you bring in a chair, you have all these other weapons, you have a chain and why are you throwing the chain out of the cage? Who gives a shit? If it's a cage Mm. match, who cares? Use the chain, keep it in the ring. Why get rid of it? Look, I'm with you. The match was, I thought it was a good cage match, but to your point, there was a a couple things that were, uh, that didn't make enough sense for me. If you're going to win that match, bust them open with the chain and then go for the pin. You know what I'm saying? Like pin him after pouring alcohol on him and pouring it in his eyes. Like, I don't know, man, like you're more writhing in pain than being incapacitated for a three count. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And it's not even really pain. It's more like uncomfortable. I mean, do you want to try it? Do you want me to throw rubbing alcohol in your eyes? I've had it in my yeah, eyes. I, think... I know it's a very unpleasant experience. I think a man the... can't I, see, I, I, Mr. I... LaRusso. A man can't fight. Uh, I don't know. It's just weird. Sorry, it's a weird weapon. It's a yeah, weird I, I know. I think, I think that's on. the move. I think, I think, Matt, I think you need to throw rubbing alcohol in his eyes. I think that's the only way we can resolve this. Well, if Matt wins the picks this year, he could throw whatever he wants in my eyes. Let's Let's throw that down. All right. Interesting. All right, NWA, Kevin. baby. Kevin, we're going to pick pay-per-views that... Uh, oh, that's right. we got to pick uh, NWA yeah. pay-per-view in a couple weeks. That's right. I, I compiled a list of erroneous, by the way. All right, hear let's this? hear it. Yes. Let's hear it. All right. So I have MJF, Mark Sterling, Esquire, Clarence Mason. Oh. Again, only one wrestler so far in terms of Damian Sandow. All right. Stephanie McMahon, Dean Douglas, and MVP. What a erroneous fucking combination of people. Uh, I, I'm trying to think in my head who would use the word erroneous. And to me, all of these people would. I mean, some of them aren't. Actually, but... you would think all of them have a grasp of the English language. So you can call them the anti-Matt her. Get it? Because they're anti-Matt. They know how to speak. But what? Where did the her come in? Matter, Matt, her, matter, antimatter, as the opposite of matter. Okay, so you're talking about science now. We're talking about the English language. Well, these are all smart people too. You got smart Mark Sterling in there. You got Clarence Mason, Stephanie McMahon, MJF. I mean, they're all. Damian Sandow. I mean, they're all smart people. I have to work on this. Yeah, I fucked it up for you. I'm sorry. Stop! I like the honor. Yes, ring oh, of honor. Yeah. 
Um, before we get into the events of last night's show and the TV show this week, they announced the first uh, match for Final Battle. It'll be uh, Shane Taylor against Kenny King. Um, so, Matt, this was on the TV show. During, oh, no, no. Uh, never mind. Go ahead. I'm not going to make any sense. Go ahead. Um, so that's the first match announced for uh, Final Battle. Now, last night, they did Honor for All, which was a, uh, a six-match show, a special, uh, and it featured uh, Taylor Rust, last week's guest, taking on Tracy Williams in a pure wrestling match. Uh, it featured Trish Adora, Quinn McKay, Holiday, and Vita Von Starr in a four-way dance with the winner... Um, The winner getting Roxy, final getting Roxy at the Christmas show, not at final battle. There you go. Uh, At the Christmas show, uh, it featured the Briscoes defending the GCW tag titles against Effie and um, uh, AJ Gray. Uh, We had OGK against LFI. We had Gresham Brody King. And we had Bandito Demonic Flamita in a no disqualification uh, match for the Ring of Honor World Title. Damn. Six six matches, uh, two hours, fucking phenomenal show. Taylor Rust and Tracy Williams had a great pure match. Kevin, I don't know how much of this you got to watch. I don't think he remembers. No, because he watched no, no, it today. I'm- yeah, I'm pausing just to make sure that I don't speak over somebody due to a lag or anything like that. I only watched uh, MGK. OGK. I needed this. OGK. What a, oh, my God. MGK. I only watched Machine Gun Killers match, guys. All right. So that was the only match I saw, the only match I cared to see. I only watched OGK because I felt like I needed to see that just because of what it meant. So uh, Justin Anderson says OGK versus LFI was a great match and the finish made sense. Uh, agree a hundred percent. Um, we have brand new Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions as Matt Taven and Michael Bennett defeated Kenny King and Dragon Lee. Uh, the match kind of broke down at the end, and out came Amy Rose and Max the Impaler, uh, to stop uh, Bestia uh, from getting involved. And this was kind of a fuck you from Amy Rose to Kenny King because Kenny King kicked her out of LFI. Uh, and this was her way of uh, kind of giving him a fuck you back, stopping the interference and costing uh, essentially LFI the match and the tag titles. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I'm not 100% up to date on this storyline, but even if you weren't, I watched it and I was like, all right, all right. So you bring up Maxine Taylor. All right. That's an intimidating woman. So God bless. And then even like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kenny, the one that Kenny King turned on? Amy Rose. it it worked i loved it It, i thought it was great it was fantastic cares so if you watch the mat did you watch the whole post-match stuff too kev i watched the hugs and that's pretty much all i had because i had to start setting up so okay so uh so the show was fantastic this was obviously this show was obviously taped and recorded after they had gotten the news so throughout the show they were alluding to, you know, we'll see what happens when Ring of Honor returns. It's great that the Briscoes can go elsewhere. It's great to see GCW. Uh, hopefully when Ring of Honor restarts, GCW guys can work here. There was a lot of optimism, but then the Matt Taven stuff was really 
man, it's like it hits you in the feels, man, because he was like super emotional. They're like, we're going to be the last people to hold these tag titles, which makes me think like they're going to obviously they're going to probably strip it down and start all over again. Or are they or, you know, what the fuck is the story? He's kissing the ground. He's hugging Bobby Cruz. This doesn't happen without Bobby Cruz. He believed in the OGK, like super emotional. I get it. Um, you know, Matt Taven has been, that's been his home for years. He's been the fucking, he's a, won every title there. Six man TV tag world. Uh, he's been a major player there, but man, to see that it's like, I'm super optimistic. I think ring of honor is going to continue. And then you see that and it's like, man, it's rough. Like, is it the end for him or is it the it's, end for ring of honor? It's the, it's the end to me. Like, and I've said this from, from the beginning since it all happened. It might not be the end of Ring of Honor, but if it does come back up, like Machine Gun Kelly, they're not going to be there. Like, like they're not like it's not going to be what it was. Now, could it be what it was again someday? Probably, maybe. But I'm telling you right now, to me, I don't like the way unless they're just really good at selling the stuff. But like Jay Lethal's gone, like. These guys are going other places. So to me, to me, Ring of Honor is to me, it's it doesn't until final battle, until after final battle. I think that's the last we see of it, unfortunately. Well, they are they're taping up until the end of the year. So like yeah. uh Holodead won right that four-way. So she's gonna wrestle Roxy, and I'm sure they're gonna tape it during final battle weekend, and that will air as a Christmas special. Assuming Roxy is still the champion, they haven't figured out who she's wrestling yet at Final Battle. Uh, it's uh, hey, listen, man, they had a great run. They had a run more than like than a whole lot of companies could ever ask for. So Justin Justin Anderson says uh, it will be Ring of Honor in name only, which yeah. means which, yeah, which is basically what we said. It'll be an independent company for now, or for when they reboot, it'll be that for now. It'll be like whoever's available for a date or a booking. They'll take them and they'll well, do I mean, a show. That's kind. Of, that's where they started, you know. Exactly. There, so they'll be able to to tell storylines and stuff. I just, man, what they're doing now, like I'm super invested in, and it's a super, it's a fucking bummer, man. So the rest of that show last night, Brody King and Jonathan Gresham, go if you have not watched, go watch that match. If you're looking for, it's fucking unbelievable storytelling. Um, uh, Gresham wins. Uh, and he is now your number one contender for Bandito. So I think we're going to get Gresham Bandito at final battle. Bandito uh, successfully retains against Demonic Flamita. Sick match. Uh, Briscoe's against Effie and, and AJ Gray was awesome. Uh, and the Briscoe's got a shitload of GCW dates announced. And they're still the GCW tag champs. So we'll see what happens there. The women had a banger. Uh, Tony shared a, a great gif of Quinn McKay. Uh, destroying Trisha Dora with a crazy fucking dive to the outside. It was uh, so great. It was just an excellent, easy watch, great storytelling. And then today on the TV show, we got, um, it was supposed to be Caprice against Beer City Bruiser, but he bitched out and he put in Ken uh, Dixon. Uh, and even though it was three on one for certain parts of the match, Caprice Ken, came out what's the pay Dixon? Uh, Caprice came out on top, but then he caught the beat down three on one after the match. Um, I'm really like, it's stuff like this. 
PJ Black and Flip Gordon, right? The story is Flip got concussed. Flip thinks it's 2018 now. It's clean shaven, right? Yeah. No fucking. It's hyster- it's hysterical. It's really good. It's so good. And PJ Black is his doctor. He gives him a potion. Uh, Flip wakes up in a tree. He's like, I had the craziest dream. I was a mercenary. He walks in wearing a suit. PJ Black's like, what are you doing wearing a suit? And he's like, Cody told me to always wear a suit. Um, he's like, oh, where are the young, where are the bucks? I'm, I travel with the bucks all the time. They th- he thinks it's 2018. It's fantastic stuff. They had a tag match against OGK. OGK beats them. And obviously we know that now they're the tag champions. Uh, and then the main event was the foundation against the righteous. Um, and it's, it's very like, this is probably the last time you'll see Jay lethal on ring of honor TV. Cause he did not come out with the foundation and honor for all. It was Josh Woods, Tracy, uh, Gresham and Rhett. So we got the righteous Vincent Dutch and Bateman. They're going to square off against Hot Sauce, um, uh, Rat, and um, Gresham. Jay Lethal's at ringside. Vincent gets the, the microphone. Why don't you come over here with your friends, Jay? And Jay's like, what are you talking about? And then they play the video. They play a video on the screen. It's Jay Lethal saying, I hate the foundation. So we're like, so now everyone in the foundation's like, what the fuck, bro? So Tracy Williams kind of just walks Jay Lethal to the back. And the whole time, Dutch and Bateman are just screaming, I hate the foundation. Mm. And they end up winning uh, this six-man tag match. Um, and, you know, Vincent is in the top top five for the world title. And it looks like they beat the foundation. And it's just, it's it's just like... Man, this storytelling is fantastic, and now like, there I don't think we're gonna get a payoff, and it fucking sucks. It's sad. Yep. It's great shit too. Like this is Vincent's best work. They're all fucking decked out in white. Vito Von Star is being a weirdo outside the ring. Uh, Bateman and Dutch look great with him. It's just like, fuck, man. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. Yep. It's a shame. Hundred percent. That's all I can say is fuck. Fuck. It's great. And it's great that it's like I was so bummed last night. And then I watched Honor for All. And I was like, you know what? I think I made it, you know, like it was either watch no wrestling or watch wrestling. And I was really happy I watched fucking Ring of Honor. It's such a great product. It's sad, man. It really is a bummer. I don't know what else um, to be said. Yeah. I got some New Japan notes. I just want to run through really fast. Battle in the Valley was uh, Saturday night, too. And I know AEW ruled the weekend. But if you can find time, go out and watch the last, like, four matches. Will Ospreay, Ren Narita was fantastic. Uh, Will Ospreay obviously won. Uh, Kate is right. Ken Dixon is a fucking jobber. Um, he also doesn't get humor or on Twitter, so that's not a surprise, though. We've had our issues with Ken Dixon. Um Will Ospreay, Ren Narita is awesome. Moose and Juice Robinson is a fucking banger. And then post-match, Jonah, formerly Bronson Reed, attacks Juice Robinson. So he's in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Buddy Matthews and Okada is awesome. It's so... Buddy Matthews looks like a fucking tank. Uh, Yeah, he, he jacked up big time. And these two beat the shit out of each other. It was fantastic. He was always jacked. And then post-match, 
Osprey comes out and he says, you're not the real, you're not the champ. Shingo's not the champ. I'm the champ. You should be wrestling me for the title. And Ching- and Okada said, I'll wrestle uh, you night two when I'm the champion. So it looks like the main event of night one is Okada versus Shingo. The main event of night two is the winner against Will Ospreay. Oh, Christ. Wow. And then, and then they finish the night off with another fucking banger. But a heartbreaker. Yep. It's a big mm. Tom Ishii. Beat Jay White for the never open weight title. Uh, fuck Jay White. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. You know why? He's not the champ anymore, Matt. You know why? He's a fucking loser. What, what, what? Big Tom, 45 time, never open weight champion. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Very heartbreaking, but a phenomenal match. Uh, and again, I know AEW ruled the weekend with full gear, um, but man, check out this battle in the valley. It was awesome. Uh, those oh last four my. matches were great. Um, with all the positive, there's going to come a negative, though. Unfortunately, yeah. friend of the show, Chris Dickinson, uh, he hurt himself uh, in the match um, today. It'd be uh, <laughs> Saturday night. No, you missed Kevin's reference. Oh, uh, and he'll be on the shelf for six months. He had to have surgery. He dislocated uh, something. Yeah. Um, he dislocated pretty... his hip, and like he actually broke part of the bone off or yes. some nonsense. Yeah, that's fucking bad. That's... Yeah, that's not a great injury, not no. at all. But but they say a man in his shape. He was saying his doctor told him possibly five months he'll be back. I don't know how you come back from a broken hip in five months, but Dickinson's a fucking machine. He really Holy is a machine. Um, Justin Anderson Dis- dislocated hip for on Dickinson. Yes, but he, I think he had part of the bone of the socket actually snapped off too. Something he was. He, I was yeah, he said it was like the size of your thumb or something. Yep. So uh, I think there's a a GoFundMe out there for the Dirty Daddy too. So if you want to, uh, I know Brody King retweeted it and Tony Deppin. Yeah. So if you want to help uh, the Dirty Daddy, but he'll be on the shelf for like six months now. Um, and then uh, the best of the Super Juniors in the World Tag League started. I'm not up to date on that. I also still have GCW to watch this week because uh, they had a show Friday and Saturday um, that I want to watch. I know uh, Friday night was uh, uh, Detroit. Allie, yeah, Allie and uh, Chelsea Green. Yep. Um, and I know Saturday was the Nick Gage Invitational, which was all death matches. So I want to check that out. Uh, and of course, best of the super juniors in the world tag league. Triple um, A was going to have Triple Mania. Yeah, they were on December fourth, and it was a stacked show. Kenny Omega against El Hijo de Vikingo. Came uh, Velasquez was going to make his return. FTR Lucha Brothers, and then uh, uh, some uh, cartel said, uh, "If this happens, blood will spill." Blood of the innocent, too. Yes. So that's some they fucking, said, that's some fucking movie shit. So uh, I think AAA said no mas, right? Yeah. Wait, we're, we're talking about like the legit cartel or like a stable called oh, cartel? Oh, no. We're talking about the legit cartel. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, not like El Ingonables yep. de Cartel or anything like that. Not going to talk about like, that. Not going to talk about this anymore. This is like fucking find you and give you a Colombian necktie cartel. All right. Yeah, so I don't think uh, Triple Mania is not happening uh, right now. Maybe they find a new date. But that's some yeah, pretty serious, serious shit. Uh, my boy Jib Duggan 
He's doing okay after he un, uh, he had his prostate cancer surgery. Oh, tough guy. Tony, are you, oh, Tony's sleeping. Uh, and the last note I have here is Ric Flair is uh, relaunching his Woo Nation podcast. Woo! You want some of that fucking sweet, sweet, sweet Conrad money? So uh, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, until he gets bored of it in six weeks in. Yeah, well, who, 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 who's hosting that? Is it, is it him and Conrad? I have no idea. I just uh, Mark Madden. Oh, oh, fuck, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Whatever. <laughs> and that's all I have, guys. I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about before we uh, pull this train into the station. For me? No. Yeah, more. we're close to we're three hours plus. Right yeah, now, dude, maybe. I'm fucking done. Come on. Let's let's wrap this shit all up. All right. Well, Thanks. next week, next week is our 10-year anniversary show. Um, please tune in. Join us. Uh, Scion at 7 o'clock from the NWA. Charlie Haas at 8 o'clock. Uh, lots of fun and shenanigans lined up for you. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun, and uh, we just want you to join in the party. Ten years is a long time, and I've said it. I say it every year. Uh, there's only two other things I've done longer than this podcast, and that's be with my wife and be at my job. So that's uh, a labor of love, and uh, I hope you'll join us and celebrate. Yes, please do. And buy a shirt. We don't have too many left. Not a lot left at all. You get a T-shirt and a keychain that uh, that doubles as a bottle opener. How could you and top that? Wait, keychain and doubles and a pen. Yes. So don't delay. Don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Yeah. It'd be cool if you had a shirt and you watched along with us next week and you took a picture and you sent it to us of you wearing our shirt. That'd be awesome. Right. And Kate oh, says, man, says and shit your pants. I might. You know what? We might have a special surprise next week. I'm pretty sure I'm going to take off. Uh, the day after the show, why? Because oh, it's an it's an anniversary, baby. It's a celebration. It might be via Streamyard, but it's still a celebration. All right, I'll make sure you run that Ethernet cord into your computer. Yes, and we should run one into uh, Frightmare's attic. I'll figure something out. <laughs> I think Frightmare was at his job. Oh, I saw a lot of insulation in the fucking paneling there. Maybe that maybe that was interfering with his signal. Uh, he had a great time, though. He good, enjoyed. good to hear. He was pretty cool. So don't shit your pants. And again, Vincent will be joining us on the 13th of December. Uh, I have lined up more guests after the anniversary show. Um, you guys want to know who's going to be on the... Yeah, the, let us let it first... in. Let it in, baby. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I think we might take away from the anniversary show. We no, 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 no. Because no. I went uh, we, 10 years, but you got to go back to your roots, right? Okay. Oh, no. No, no, not bad. November 29th, the first Monday after the 10-year anniversary. Trip Cassidy. No. Uh, Mr. Ox, Touchdown. Ox Airy. Fuck yeah! Identify the individuals for the people that might not know. Luke, Luke and PJ, the Hawks father and son, man. And NWA legends. And later in the evening, the big deal, Craig Steele. Oh! No. Fucking way. Yo, Craig Steele's like season one of the Shining Wizards. I was before me. That was Man. like that was like Pub Bully's not dead, Craig Steele. Holy shit. And love... for those of you out there that were worried, I have confirmed with Miko. Oh, we got a date on Miko or not yet? Yeah, he gave us a date like fucking eight months ago. December 6th or some Polish Independence Day or wherever 
weird countries from. Okay, all right. I'm gonna have to book a surprise for Miko then. We'll we'll he figure that him. out. Oh, you don't forget he booked himself. I know he booked himself, but that was a fucking year ago. You think I wrote that shit down? I did. I penciled oh. it right in for him. <laughs> Look, you gotta have a lot of balls to book yourself, so I wasn't gonna not take him. True. Uh, Miko, Miko is December sixth. So when's Francis Wright coming back? Never again. Once I win the picks, he will. Oh, okay. Kevin, right. yeah. there's never been more pressure on you than now. Yeah, Kev, get Eight your shit together. Back, six pay-per-views left. I feel good. I feel confident. I feel all right. You got a lot. You got NWA, uh, Hard Times 2. We got Survivor Series. We got Hard to Kill. We got Wrestle Kingdoms. We got, I don't know what else. I don't know either. We'll be good. We got the WWE pay-per-view on November 1st, New Year's, whatever it's called. You mean January 1st. November 1st. Whatever. Three weeks ago. <laughs> All right. I'm pulling this train in. All right. Do, Do it, it, donkeys. We'll be back next week. Be- oh. Oh, all right. Be okay. sure to join us. Oh, we're back. Be okay. sure to join us. 10-year anniversary. We're going to have a great time. We want you here. We want you on Facebook. We want you on YouTube. We want you on Twitch TV. We want you interacting with us. Uh... <laughs> I didn't realize we had a countdown. <laughs> That's like a generic thing, you dildo. <laughs> this fucking rules. We'll be back next week. 7 o'clock, uh, Scion. Yeah. 8 o'clock, Charlie Haas. 10-year anniversary show. Oh, Join us, won't you? Big, very excited for that. Big fun for Charlie Haas, by the way. Oh, fuck me. Good night, Gracie. Oh, God. Idiot. Stupid dummy. <laughs> Good night, Gracie.